Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Tuesday. It is May 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. At least two people were injured after a multi-vehicle crash left a path of destruction in Philadelphia Strawberry Mansion section on Monday night. It happened uh, just before 10 p.m. near 30th and Diamond Streets. The driver of a red SUV hit another car and lost control before slamming into a home and a slew of other cars. The home was evacuated. It's now being evaluated by the Department of Licenses and Inspections. At least two people were taken to an area hospital for unknown injuries, but no further details were being given on Monday night. Anyone with information about the accident is asked to contact police at 215-686-TIPS. On Monday, Pennsylvania State Senate approved legislation to ban so-called safe injection sites after Philadelphia became the center of a legal battle over opening havens where opioid users could legally inject heroin and other drugs under supervision as a way to reduce overdoses. The bill passed 41 to 9 with every Republican favor of it and 9 of 22 of Democrats against it. Governor Josh Shapiro, a Democrat, has said he opposes safe injection sites. The subject has divided Democrats, making it unlikely that the bill will come up in the Democratic-controlled State House of Representatives. The U.S. Department of Justice in 2021 won a lawsuit when the Third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Philadelphia rejected a plan to open a supervised injection site in the city. The court concluded the operation would violate a 1980s-era drug law aimed at crack houses. The U.S. Supreme Court declined to take the case. The Justice Department has since said it is evaluating such facilities and talking to regulators about appropriate uh, guardrails. Rhode Island and New York City have allowed their use while the governors of California and Vermont each vetoed safe injection site bills last summer. Another major company is warning of shutdowns and mass layoffs in the face of a possible bankruptcy. Weight loss giant Jenny Craig may shutter its corporate office as soon as this Friday, May 5th. Jenny Craig could also file for bankruptcy this week if it can't find a buyer and this will have a domino effect impacting locations and employees here in our area as the entire weight loss industry is experiencing a seismic shift in how it operates. Yeah, it definitely has gone from the you got to go to a place and and, uh, and have meetings to online um, support. You can get one-on-one online, face-to-face with a counselor. Well, they're saying right. that they're saying the main reason is uh, Ozempic and yeah, all those these drugs, drugs are oh, starting to really take a, I didn't even a think bite of out that. of it. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, in I was doc- wondering in documents obtained by ABC News, Jenny Craig told employees it is in the process of winding down physical operations, likely transitioning to an e-commerce model. The company warned it may close its corporate office in California and its New Jersey facility as early as Friday, and this will likely impact all employees in some manner. The company said they think he will their Battle to selling cakes now, Kevin. Oh, okay. Would that not be? Who's up for a decadent treat? Just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like, if all of a sudden Jenny Craig Bakery sure. <laughs> comes up out of nowhere, it's just like out of nowhere, just out of spite. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Hey, with all these drugs around, you can eat all you want. <laughs> Feel free. The weight loss industry is going through changes as. Hi, this is Jenny Craig. You want to go? The weight loss industry is going through changes as drugs have been shown to help people lose weight. The drugs have been approved and used for diabetes. Uh, WW, formerly known as Weight Watchers, announced last month it acquired Sequence, a subscription-based platform that provides telemedicine appointments with doctors who can prescribe Ozempic and other similar drugs. Is Oprah still a part of... um 
Oh, uh, Weight Watchers? Weight Watchers, yeah, WW? Didn't or no? she buy it? Did yeah, she I flat thought... out buy it? I thought she did. I thought she, like, outright, at least at some point. I thought she had a, at least a steak in it. Huh. Not like the food steak. Her plan was to convert it to a bread bakery. <laughs> yeah. She's got a porterhouse yeah, yeah, in yeah. there, right? Yeah, yes. Porterhouse. Hey, that, don't touch it. That's Oprah's steak. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, does she own it? I'm going to find out. Okay. All right. All right. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers beat the Celtics 119-115 in game one of their second round series last night in Boston. James Harden matched his playoff career high with 45 points and hit a go-ahead step-back three-pointer over Al Horford with 8.7 seconds left to lead the Sixers to the win. Tyrese Maxey added 26 points and Tobias Harris finished with 18 for the Sixers who made 17 three-pointers. Well, Embiid watching from the bench. Game two is tomorrow night in Boston. Tip-off is scheduled for 8 o'clock. In the Western Conference, the Nuggets beat the Phoenix Suns 97-87 to in Denver. The Nuggets now lead that series two games to none. The Phillies lost 13-4 to the Dodgers last night in Los Angeles. Mookie Betts what had three hits, including a two-run home run. And the Dodgers hit four home runs on their way to the win. The series in Los Angeles continues tonight. Matt Stram will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 10-10. In good and somewhat surprising news... For the Phillies, Bryce Harper has been cleared to play by the team just 159 days after Tommy John surgery. Yeah. He was initially expected to return in July, but he'll be in the lineup tonight starting as designated wow. hitter. The timetable shifted during spring training when Harper's recovery was going better than expected and accelerated in recent weeks for a return two months ahead of schedule. In the NHL, the Devils shut out the New York Rangers 4 nothing in last night's Game wow. 7 in New Jersey. 22-year-old Swiss goaltender Akira Schmid rebounded from his only bad game and made 31 saves to lead lead the Devils to the series win. The Devils will open the Eastern Conference semifinals on Wednesday against the Metro against the Metro Division winning Hurricanes in Raleigh, North Carolina. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. This just in, Oprah Winfrey is a longtime partner and board member uh-huh. with Weight Watchers International signing a deal to purchase 10% of the diet management company in 2015 with an option to buy another 5% of the firm. In 2019, she signed an extension of the original deal that allowed her to buy 4.3 more with uh, of Weight Watchers stock. So she's a stockholder. You remember her original commercials? You know I love bread. She loved bread. And porterhouse steak. <laughs> and, yes, and a nice porterhouse steak. <laughs> and gobs of mashed potatoes. Yeah, so. And she I, sold off a lot of those shares as, uh, I guess, as sales declined. Well, she's oh. now invested in Jenny Craig Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> and who wouldn't be? Wouldn't you buy a Jenny Craig cake? Well, just other people that show up not knowing that it's converted. You're yeah. going to have a really solid co- client yeah. base. Yeah, most definitely. All right, so we both to Tuesday morning, and uh, coming with Tuesday is a chance for you to win a Preston and Steve show themed tattoo, and that's from Tattoo uh, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text word tattoo to 39333, and keep those texting fingers active this morning because we also have $1,000 and a pair of MMRBQ tickets, not once but twice First chance around 8 o'clock this morning with MMR's concert cash. We'll give you the keyword and tell you how to enter and all that good stuff. So we're we're continuing that. Um, we also have a guest on the program, our good friend, Mr. Big Jay Okerson. Yeah. Always great to talk to Big Jay. Uh, he has got a new comedy special called Dog Belly. 
And you can check that out on YouTube. So uh, we'll talk to Jay, see what's up in his world around 9 o'clock this morning. Um, and other than that, we got some things to give away and some stuff to talk about. So we're going to get you into work on a Tuesday. That's kind of what we do. Yes. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. The entertainment report is on the way. We're going to include in there a legendary musician passed away, unfortunately. We'll give you some of that and more when we get back. So stay with us. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, stupid question. Sorry, I just whipped this one together, but by the way, we're going to give uh, ticks to the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, which is coming up June 3rd and 4th at Bader Field. Um, yeah, I think I got to go with this one. This is a scientific question here. What is divided by the Cassini division. What is divided by the Cassini division? Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. Cassini. C-A-S-S-I-N-I. What is divided by the Cassini division? All right. We'll go through some birthdays while we await your call. And today happens to be the second day of May. We'll begin with a comedic actor. And I guess he does dramatic roles as well. Yeah. Kamel Nanjiani. Yes. yes. Uh, is 45 years old today. I don't like him anymore. Why not? Because he blew us off. He was supposed to come in one morning. He had oh. us wait and wait and wait Stuber, and wait. Stuber, right? Wait. Push sucks. it back, push it back, push it back, and then all of a sudden, uh, we're not coming in. I'm like, dude, yeah, I remember you that. a-hole. He was promoting okay. a crappy movie, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Stuber. It was a horrible movie. Yeah. And actually, he was the I worst. do like him, though. Yeah, he was the worst part of the Eternals as well. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, you, uh, he really okay. s- uh, he sunk the ship with you, man. Yeah. You know what? I was going to say that I not hate the Eternals. I didn't. Um, I didn't uh, I'm not sold on it. I'm not all in on it. It was an extension of the Marvel Universe that I'm like, okay, where are they going with this? But you know what? All in all, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I agree. Yeah. It was so lambasted that I was like, I think I went in with lower expectations, yeah. liked it a little more. The, the, my takeaway from that is why didn't anyone mention that there's a huge, gigantic hand sticking yeah. out of the ocean? Yeah, it it, It's not quite on the timeline of the rest of Marvel. It seemed yeah. a little disconnected from yeah. the rest of the MCU, but Steve, I think that some of the stuff that happened in the Eternals is going to um, play out in Guardians 3. That's the word. Okay. I had a friend of mine walk out of it. Really? Walked out wow. of it. She, and she's a big Marvel fan, but it was too far removed 
that she and her fiance were just like, we're out of here. I'm like, was it right. because she hates Kumail Nanjiani? It had to yeah, yeah, yeah. She and, you was know. burned by Stuber no. and yeah. said, no, not this scumbag. Um, but he's great in uh, Silicon Valley and uh, Portlandia and a lot of other things. He is 45 years old today. Ah, the great Lou Graham, ah. lead singer of the band Foreigner. And Foreigner's one of those bands where... When you go back and you you list the songs, you're like, it was hit, 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 hit. And he's actually got a really powerful voice. He does. Lou Graham does. He has a, has a medical issue, though. He's got uh, double vision. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Which no, is you're terrible. right. Yep. And when you have that, you just can't see It straight. was originally going to be glaucoma, but yeah. did he get that because he was hot-blooded? Oh, it's very hot-blooded. He yeah. runs about three degrees hotter than the normal. I see. Yeah. I'm not ready for hot-blooded, guys. Generally, he's a, he's a dirty white boy, too. So. <laughs> They should uh, check that and see. <laughs> Probably. Uh, he is uh, 73 years old today, so happy birthday to Lou Graham. Maybe we'll get a, a block out of Pierre today. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, great song. Feels like the first time. Uh, we also have other people celebrating birthdays today. Christine Baranski, the actress. I like her. I like her, too. Uh, she was in uh, the TV show Sybil. She's in the birdcage. She can, I think, be kind of attractive. Sexy. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. I agree. There's something about it. I think she has a sexy mouth. Yes. Um, it's below her nose, right? Uh, it is just below her nose. Uh, but you know she's great in his bow finger as yeah, the overly dramatic actress. Uh, she is 71 today. Uh, Bianca Jagger. Uh, Bianca. Yeah, Mix ex-wife. I don't like it. She turns, yeah, that's why they're exes now. Uh, I think she's actually found religion. Oh, no kidding. That, I, I think that's who I was hearing quite, about. Quite possible. Uh, she is uh, 78 years old today. Uh, Bex, David Beckham, has his birthday. Married to Victoria, posh spice Beckham. Women dig that dude. Yep, he's a good-looking fella. Added uh, up like crazy. And he celebrates his 48th birthday today. Uh, it's also Dwayne Johnson's birthday the today. Rock. Yep, The Rock has his uh, uh, turning a day older special day. I was just looking at a uh, picture of a collection of his... Automobiles, including a McLaren and about nine other multi-million dollar vehicles. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's impressive. Uh, so he's 51 today. Uh, Donatella Versace. Ah. Yes. Lizard woman. Yeah, she's got the... How... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, you she know, was the, not she, that bad looking. She makes sure the clothes are uh, impeccable. Yeah. But the face... I'm sorry to uh, to steal a phrase of yours, Steve. A smashed ass. That's what it looks like. A smashed <laughs> ass. You know, just a really and good. I'm sorry if I'm shaming someone, but you just messed up your face. He did intentionally. Uh, Maya Rudolph does a great uh, impression of her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so she turns uh, 68 years old today. Uh, it is also Engelbert Humperdinck's oh. birthday today. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. Uh, he turns 87, and he was a heartthrob singer in the 1960s and 70s. He had a song called After the Lovin'. And I sing you to sleep after, after the lovin'. Matt, what would a woman do if you started serenading her after sex? Yeah. I think she'd run. Sing her to sleep? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 87 today. Uh, Ellie Kemper, oh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, The Office, Bridesmaids, a lot of great stuff. She's super cute. Uh, she does not have a face like a smash. No, dance. she does no. not. She's no. not a Donatella Versace. Mm. Nick, no. did you watch the basketball game last night? Yes. Um, did you that... play? <laughs> no. Uh, all right, cool. I'm glad you uh, watched the game. That's all I did. <laughs> you want to talk about it later? Was she yeah, there? we'll talk about it. No, oh. I wanted to ask if there was another member of the uh, office cast that was there. Oh. It looked like there was a dude. I, they 
focus in on him in the fourth quarter. I, I did not see that, um, but I'm, I'm curious. I saw Carter Beaufort at the game uh, against the uh, Sixers versus the Nets in the last round. I texted Preston a picture. Yeah. I don't know why Carter Beaufort was at a um, uh, Sixers-Nets game, but he was. So, yeah, um, yeah Case, probably. Let's say yes. All right, yeah. yeah. Nice. So, Ellie Kemper is 43 today. Princess. Ah. She is the daughter of William and Kate, yeah. and she is eight years old today. I think she's adorable. She's third in line for the throne. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so an eighth birthday. And listen, I have to make good. Missed a birthday yesterday. Oh. Yesterday was a big one. It is the big 404 Bubbles the Chimp. Oh. Yes. Michael Jackson's close companion, Bubbles, turned 40 years old today. He celebrated with a party complete with a cake. Uh, and according to Patty Reagan for the Center of uh, for Great Abes, he ripped, he ripped the hand off a kid. She said, we frosted it with mashed bananas and add a little bit of blue food coloring and then wrote his name in blueberries. <laughs> and uh, the party's theme was bubbles, of course, with a, uh, tubs of bubble bath and uh, paper bubbles. Other notable primates in the center include Ripley the Chimp, who has been seen in Seinfeld and some chimps who starred in Mark Wahlberg's Planet of the Apes. They say that the Bubbles is really cantankerous now. Can oh, yeah? Anywhere? Remember the, the video of LaToya? I do. Going to visit Bubbles? He seemed pretty uh, complacent yeah. in that. Do you remember me? Uh, so no, I don't. Bubbles turned 40 years old yesterday. So happy birthday to everyone. Bubbles! Including Bubbles. Love you. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to these two questions this morning. What is divided by the Cassini division? Mm. 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Roy and see if we can get the answer. Roy, good morning, sir. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, Roy. All right, so what is divided by the Cassini division? Is it the Rings of Saturn? The Rings of Saturn. Yes, that's right. The Rings of Saturn. Hang on a second here, Roy. We are going to set you up, bud. Pair of tickets to the Atlantic City Beer Music Festival, June June 3rd and 4th. As we approach the particles that make the wings of Saturn, we see that division Preston was just talking about. Uh, so this will be uh, at Bader Field, and it's presented by Ocean Casino Resort, featuring over 100 breweries uh, pouring 400 beers. Dropkick Murphys will be there. Uh, and uh, Caitlyn Jenner will be there as well. Absolutely. And the Jenner Sphere. Uh, not really. Uh, performing June 3rd and 311 on June 4th. You can visit acbeerfest.com for tickets. Please go to your metabolic stabilization pods. We're going to make the light uh, speed jump. Okay. Uh, so the Met Gala took place. Oh, it was huge. Last night at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. Uh, celebrities such as Nicole Kidman, Keith Urban, uh, Quinta Brunson, Olivia Wilde, Gabrielle Union, and Dwayne Wade all strutted their stuff up the stairs to the museum on uh, one of the biggest nights in Nashville. Noticeably absent, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Uh, so this year's theme honored the late fashion designer Carl Lagerfeld. Lagerfeld was the creative director for both Fendi and Chanel. And looked like Dracula. From 1965 to 1983. And uh, respectively, until his death in 2019, the evening's host included uh, Penelope Cruz, Michael Coel, and Dua Lipa. Mm. Uh, tickets to the uh, invite-only event cost $50,000. <laughs> Tables were $300,000. 
Nick just pulled up a picture of uh, Janelle Monet, who looks stunning, by the way, but she's mostly naked in that particular picture. That's the whole thing, though. You got to show up in these outlandish outfits. Oh, like, like, ridiculously re- outlandish. Insane. Jared so, Leto showed up as a cat. Like a and studio was quality. Yeah. yeah. Cat live cat suit. It's the weirdest thing. It's, and then I think it was Little Nas X who was yeah. all silver. Yeah. And they said it took nine hours to put his costume together. It was nine crazy. Hours. I mean, nine hours. Nine. Nine. Uh, nine times. They just nine <laughs> times. Nine times. Does this not remind you of what we saw in Hunger, Hunger Games? Games? Yeah, yes. okay. it's very similar. Yeah, Pan Am, <laughs> District yeah. One. It's yeah. exactly it. It's the snootiest of the snooty, mm-hmm. looking ridiculous, but, uh, as ridiculous as they can. Yeah. Did you see the cockroach that ran up the stairs? I did, yes. <laughs> there was uh, on the white, and, and it, it, the, the carpet was pristinely white. Yes, I love and it. And all of a sudden you see this roach. <laughs> Boogieing around and it was, it was real easy to pick out, but because you know now they do the white carpet instead of the red carpet, right? Did you see the heel? So listen, I hate to be bringing all this stuff up, but Kendall Jenner had the most the, the these heels on her boots. She was t- she was like Fred Gwynn tall. Oh, really? Herman Munster tall. Wow. Uh, so they'll do, they'll do the breakdown of everybody's outfits and and which ones were the most uh, ridiculous, and then other people do try to. Dress, you know, just nice. I notice that I dress as slovenly as I can the day after the Met Gala. Do you? And I'm doing that today. <laughs> so know. according to today, Blake Lively, who has co-hosted the Met Gala in the past, uh, took to her Instagram stories to share what uh, she was doing instead of attending this year's event. Uh, the Gossip Girl actress gave birth to her fourth child in February and, ins- and insinuated that she was busy pumping breast milk. Yeah. So that's what Blake did last night instead of going to the Met Gala. But... Uh, you can really do a search and get all the crazy photos of uh, what? people in their outfits. Does the money benefit the Metropolitan Opera? I don't know. I don't really know. I can't. Not the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On uh, Monday, Sophie Turner shared a note to her Instagram stories informing fans that she accidentally uploaded a video of her oldest child, Willa, to Instagram. Uh, Turner and her husband, Joe Jonas, have two daughters together. The pair welcomed the first uh, to the first to the world in 2020, their second in 2022. And she wrote earlier today, I made an honest mistake uh, accidentally posting a video of our daughter on Instagram stories. Uh, we've always advocated for our kids' rights to privacy, so sharing this publicly is against anything I stand for. Our children deserve the right to grow out of the public eye, uh, to learn to grow, uh, to learn and grow in private. And she said, if I ever were to post anything of our kids, know that it is unquestionably a mistake. I would greatly appreciate if anyone who has responded, reposted on any other platform, please delete the video. It's it's actually pretty easy to accidentally, yeah, click it and post yeah. it. Yep. So uh, she's asking if you happen to have that or have reposted it to please. If it's on your phone, mail your phone to her. Get rid of it. Please send your <laughs> phone in now to her. Uh, Justin Thoreau takes precautionary measures to avoid any unnecessary drama in his personal life. In an interview with Esquire, which was published on Monday, uh, the White House plumbers actor explained that you won't catch him talking to the press about his ex-wife, Jennifer Aniston. That's right. He doesn't do that. Yep. And uh, he said... I, I like how he phrases. He said, I want all my relationships to exist exist within the four walls of whatever room we're in. And I'm not trying to be evasive, but I talk to Jen. I don't talk about Jen, he told the outlet. There you go. Uh, he and the friend star began dating in 2007. They were married from 2015 to 2018. And uh, they have remained friends since going their separate ways. 
Uh, he said, people will always want to gossip and say things, but you have to find the balance. And having been in a public relationship, it's much more fun not being in a public relationship. Me I, saying anything, even if I if it was something loving, it would just turn into a thing. Hasn't that ship sailed now on, on their relationship? Hasn't been enough time passed since they broke up, right? Yeah. But people still keep, I guess, asking about it. Yeah, you're talking about two really good-looking people. And, yeah, you know, we so. get that all the time. Too. I know. Uh, these comments come shortly after Thoreau and Anderson were seen having dinner together with Jason Bateman and his wife, Amanda Anka, in New York City. Cher, I haven't talked about her in a while, uh-huh. called off her wedding plans with producer Alexander A.E. Edward. No! After loved ones warned that the boy toy was a threat to her $380 million fortune. Oh, she wasn't going to do a prenup? And maybe using her to advance his own career. An insider said, for a while, Cher followed this guy around like a lovesick puppy, but the blinders seem to be coming off. Cher's, oh, I love you. Cher is starting to see Alexander in a different light. Uh, so we're told that the two are, excuse me, are still together. Cher is uh, pumped the brakes a bit. Legendary entertainer who turned 77 on the 20th. And what is he, 38, 40? Uh, 37. Right. Was recently caught on camera in Los Angeles with no sign of the massive diamond ring given to her by Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cher first flaunted it in December, but some speculated she paid for the rock with her own cash. Since the Oscar winner hooked with the Oakland native after meeting him last fall in Paris, Sources said she's been spoiling her sweetie rotten. Yes. Sparking concern among her inner circle. Don't marry him. Just keep him as your your side action. A source said that uh, Cher has always been so careful about her money, but she was throwing it at this guy and funding his over-the-top lifestyle. What's it? Who was it? Corey Gamble and Chris Jenner? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they're not going to get married. Right? They just have fun. You, you've she's, she's been married enough. Yeah. You know, why Why at this point? I mean, listen, I'm a fan of marriage. I'm a happy marriage. But um, at this point, you know, you don't know what this what these people are after. Uh, sources say that Cher is finally getting the message from her worried pals and concerned kids. Uh, Chaz Bono, who is 54, and Elijah Blue Allman, who is 46, who feared the flashy music man had his eyes on their inheritance. Yes. Uh, sources <laughs> I'd said, be pissed. Yeah. Uh, Edwards had a strong influence over Cher, who'd revealed her intention to record two albums under his direction. Uh, but uh, apparently, they uh, uh, sources said that all the time that the couple spent together has caused her to realize their different interests and the 40-year age gap made a lasting marriage impossible. She was tired of dropping him off at school. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. The thing that always happens, and you'll see, uh, there'll be somebody who has a couple of kids that are adults, and then they'll they'll get into a relationship, marry someone else, and then have another kid. Yeah. And they, they're watching their inheritance get diced up. Splinter. Yes. On a recent episode of Happy Sack Confused mm. Podcast, Bill Hader shared why he no longer signs merchandise for fans. Mm. Uh, the Barry actor said that he drew the, a line in the sand after a Star Wars fan kept his child up to 3 a.m. to get an autograph. Hader said, autograph people don't like me. I won't sign things. And he said, you know what it was? I used to sign stuff. And then one time I saw somebody and they had their kid come up to me to sign a BB-8 thing. And it was three in the morning. And he said, I was leaving the Inside Out premiere. And then we went to an after party thing and it was super late. And this guy kept his kid up all night. And he was like, go over there so he'll sign it so that I can sell it online. And he said, that's effed up. So now I just kind of blanket. I'm not signing any of this stuff. Good for him. So that burned him. And he's like... 
Yeah. Yeah. After what we witnessed uh, at the Camp Out for Hunger, where one of our interns was assaulted because one of these guys needed to get something signed by one of our on-air guests. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I hate that stuff. I agree. I yeah. agree. The, the the people that are going after it for that reason, mm-hmm. you know, to sell it and trying to make business out of it. It's, come on. Man. You don't need that. You don't need that. All right, so this was sad news to see this morning. Singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot passed away yesterday. He was 84 years old. Gordon Lightfoot's one of my favorites. Uh, No cause of death was announced, but Lightfoot had been in poor health in recent years after suffering an abdominal aneurysm. Uh, Best known for writing songs like Early Morning Rain for Peter, Paul, and Mary, along with his string of early 70s hits such as If You Could Read My Mind, Carefree Highway, Chart Topper Sundown, and this song, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I actually, I got a few texts from different people this morning. You know who texted me? Who? Marilyn Russell. Ah. Our old co-host from Preston, Marilyn, and Steve Day. She said, I am wrecked. Like the Edmund Fitzgerald this morning. I've seen Gordon Lightfoot in concert about four or five times, and uh, I, uh, I've always loved his stuff. Uh, there's a documentary I told you about, Preston. Uh, he is revered, especially with Canadian artists, and Rush is featured prominently in this documentary, yep. uh, talking about him. Bob Dylan was a, uh, a a buddy, and they mutually, you know, respected each other's works. In fact, he got Dylan to come to his induction speech, I think it was or to give the induction speech in the Canadian Musicians Hall of Fame. Uh, the documentary is called You Could Read My Mind, after Lightfoot's 1971 Top 5 classic. And it was directed by Martha and Joan Tosini, and it featured new interviews with uh, Russia's Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson, uh, Steve Earle, Sarah McLaughlin, and Alec Baldwin, among others. Do we have any of uh, If You Could Read My Mind? Yeah, I gotta wait for this to stop, though. Here, I'll bring it down. All right. Yeah, here we go. You ready? If you can read my mind? Yeah. yeah. One of the greats. This is after his divorce. If you could read my mind, love, what a day. My mother adored this song. Beautiful song. Just like an old time movie. Was remade for a, a disco hit many years later. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Castle dark or a fortress strong. With chains upon Beautiful. my feet You know that ghost is me And I will never be set free I haven't heard a song in ages As I'm a ghost You can't see <laughs> um, Play a little bit of uh, Sundown Because that is, uh, that's an amazing song as well And his biggest charting hit You know who uh, wrote the lyrics to this And they're... Stephen King wrote a couple lyrics from Sundown because he was a big Gordon Lightfoot fan in his tribute to Gordon Lightfoot. Right. So, Preston, in the documentary, uh, they show that uh, Life would have his guitars stored in particular rooms for the like humidity and so on and so forth. He's very precise about um, you know the sound that he get out of the different guitars. Do you have the clip of a um, song for a winter's night over there, Keith? I do not. 
Okay. Uh, no but what we do have is him talking about how he'd like to be remembered. Yeah. So let's play. I got it. Oh, oh, you're doing it. Yep. Sorry. I got it. Here we go. How do you think you would like to be remembered by the world? Not by your family, but by the world. I would like to rem- be remembered as a decent individual. Period. End of yeah, story. That's, that's, end of story on that. That's one. nice. Yep, that's, that's it. Nice. Uh, by the way, he was one of the few musicians out of Canada that hit big. Uh, and then stayed in Canada. Yeah. A lot of people moved to the U.S. and would, uh, you know, because it was uh, easier to get their career, uh, you know, continue to move and, and have momentum. But he, he was Canadian through and through. So his um, his jungle land or uh, uh, whatever, his his opus is a, is a uh, song called the Canadian Railroad Tr- Trilogy, mm. which goes through multiple changes. And I think it was commissioned by the Canadian government. And uh, it's one of my favorite songs. It runs about seven and a half minutes. Gordon Lightfoot, 84 years old. Sad news. All right, I have some other things. Uh, let's go with that. Uh, we go from Gordon Lightfoot to Honey Boo Boo. Yes. How about that? Staggering talents in their own right. She's getting her uh, ready for her new chapter in life. And the reality star, whose real name is Alana Thompson, shared a carousel of photos to Instagram marking her senior year of high school. And she's opened her first cockfighting ring. Uh, she captioned the post saying, I have less than 30 days until I graduate. I'm so proud of myself and how far I've become uh, and how far I have become. There to were points that I didn't even think I would make it this far, but I made it. Honestly, um, she she might be doing the best of the whole family, yeah. which is not saying a lot. Maybe. She said, didn't she have a... Didn't she get in some legal trouble not too long ago? Her, uh, boyfriend, her mom, her mom, and uh, they were they were in a t- uh, ton of trouble as far as uh, no, drugs. no, no. I mean, I mean, her boyfriend. Oh yeah, uh, not that long ago. I thought possibly there was something, but uh, you know, I wish her the best. Yeah, she, she was she was brought up in an interesting uh, environment. Uh, Tron Austin. The son of Rosanda Chili Thomas and Dallas Austin shared his thoughts on his mom dating Matthew Lawrence. His first name is Tron? His name is Tron. Wow. I like that. Uh, he said... Oh, one crazy summer. He said, oh man, I just like seeing her happy, you know. I told the outlet that he added... Uh, uh, or he, he said, I love seeing humans connect and witnessing uh, that geniusness. Genuineness. Sorry. <laughs> Matthew Lawrence, genius. you know he's a genius. I'm, he's a he's an Orson Welles level genius, Matthew Lawrence. Uh, she said he said I feel that from him. So that's nice that yeah. he approves and he's happy for his mom in this relationship. Uh, according to BuzzFeed, a disguise that Millie Bobby Brown wore while she was in Italy has gone viral. The Stranger Things star was photographed alongside her fiance Jake Bongiovi, who is John Bongiovi's son, uh, wearing a purple sweatsuit and a purple box on her head. What? A the box, box? What? had eye holes yeah. cut out, and it was a f- there was a face drawn on it. So, so is that I, her way of remaining anonymous? I or, guess so. I, or for a costume party? So you wouldn't see who she was. I think is how that worked out. So I don't know. To each their own. Uh, let's see a couple other things. I have some uh, casting uh, news and more. Um, while the second season of HBO's The Last of Us is in the works, Pedro Pascal. Looks to have found the project that he'll shoot during the hiatus, and it's a biggie. Pascal is in final negotiations to join the untitled Gladiator sequel for Paramount. So is, do we know if he's going to be the Gladiator? No, his role is unknown. No, the Gladiator is going to be uh, Paul Mescal. He stars right. as Lucius, I believe, as well as uh, Barry Keegan, 
Uh, Joseph Quinn, Connie Nelson, and Del Washington. Ridley Scott is returning to direct. Uh, Pascal has been a major player following his scene-stealing role in his one season on Game of Thrones, but his star has blasted off following The Last of Us, which has become one of the most popular shows in HBO history. I think I'm going to go back and watch that again soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, While HBO is looking to get the show up and going next year, uh, Pascal has been weighing a number of options to shoot before jumping back into that, and the opportunity on this film was too hard to pass up. So he's going to shoot. Uh, yes, he will shoot. Uh, besides The Last of Us, which will currently have him in award season chatter this Emmy season, uh, he also reprised his role on the Disney Plus series The Mandalorian, which just had its season three finale last week. Uh, he can be seen starring alongside Ethan Hawke in Pedro Almodovar's short film Strange Way of Life, which will premiere at Cannes Film Festival and will be distributed by Sony Pictures Classic this fall. Additionally, Pascal is in Ethan Cohen's film Drive Away Dolls, and also stars in Anna Bowden's Freaky Tales, which is likely to come out later this year. So he's definitely an it guy right oh, now. Oh, yeah. And he was at the Met Gala last night. Did you see Was it? he really? No. He wore a decidedly unique outfit. What did he wear? So he had like a red, uh, I guess like a pea coat on, I guess you'd call it. Okay. Shorts underneath. Black socks, like, pulled up to the knees. Nice. And and black dress. There you go. Oh, it being if it were anyone else. Yeah. But with him, it's cool. <laughs> it's also uh-huh. at the Met Gala, so it's supposed to be a little absurd. Yeah, they, I mean, there's just something about him that just exudes cool. I agree. Well, one of the coolest things is apparently the fact that he is the nicest frigging guy. Yeah. Like, everyone who works with him well, and I told you guys says about, he's just a prince. He did that thing for Make-A-Wish for make a yeah. Elfie a few, a few weeks ago, and, uh, you, you know, people don't have to do that, and he does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Variety reports that the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has issued a most significant overhaul of its rules when it comes to campaigning for the Academy Awards. Uh, The new rules address issues around social media, private events, and uh, contacting Academy members. And this comes following the controversial nomination of Andrea Riseborough for Best Actress in 2023. Now, I don't know what the details of the rules are as of They yet. say you can still ply the judges with cocaine and hookers. Okay. So that's intact. So this comes after she was, there was a big social media campaign for her to be nominated, right? She did nothing different. Yeah. Then the, the only difference is she did it on a grassroots level. And she didn't spend a whole ton of money. She didn't spend a whole ton of money. Yeah. So she asked her friends to sort of help her out. But that's what the movie companies do all the time. They 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 yeah. will wine and dine, and they'll buy these ads, and that's what they do. So there was the, it was kind of hypocritical to jump all over her for it. Yep. Uh, two Damn other, it. Two other quick things. Uh, Variety reports that the new Netflix series, The Diplomat, starring Carrie Russell, Felicity, Felicity, was renewed for a. We was like second. For a sexy on Monday. Monday. This got less than two weeks after the first season premiered on the streaming platform. You know, she was also in Cocaine Bear. I did not know that. And after the uh, political drama took the top spot on Netflix's weekly global uh, top 10 English uh, TV English list. It's too much TV to watch. Yeah. It's categorically too much television to watch. One last thing, and I saved the best for last. All right, man. Deadline reports that Sylvester Stallone will once again play. Ranger Gabriel Gabe Walker. Yeah! In a sequel to his 1993 film, Cliffhanger. Wow. Rennie uh-huh. Harlan's masterpiece. Uh-huh. Rick Roman Waugh is set to direct the pick. That's it, it's over! It's over! No details of. Why am I wearing a white feeder in the Alps? The. <laughs> 
Why am I wearing this? The I knew it was cold. Or other cast members have been released at this time. Uh, John Lithgow played the bad guy in that. Didn't he have like a really bad accent? He or... did, but he was great. If I, I, I think remember, like, it's like, been like, so long since. Was I've it seen one that. of the eyes effed up too, or something like that? Or was it Ricochet? I don't remember. Anyway, he was a really good villain. Uh, the movie itself. It's not bad, but it's just um, there are parts of it that are categorically absurd. Really? Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> Did you? I absolutely loved that movie. Oh, man. Yeah. I, it, and he had a string of those because there was that one where he's, you know, hanging on a wire and, uh, you know. Yeah. And then there was one where... Remember Michael Rooker. Remember when he was trapped in the uh, uh, the subway? And daylight. Like flooded. Was where it are daylight? you out? <laughs> now we're in a mountain. That's right. It sticks. What do we, how did I get... What, I'm in a tunnel. You were just sort of... Now I'm on a mountain! <laughs> See? Same, same effect. Yeah, yeah. You can... Tunnel? Mountain? You can't tell! <laughs> uh, he, those are high concept. That, so this was a little bit after Cobra and stuff like that. Yes. And he was doing some good... Because um, this was a big budget action movie. Mm. Yeah. And the, the, the girl yeah. from Northern Exposure. Yeah, Janine Turner. Boy, yeah. did I have a crush on her. Okay, so um, we're looking at Lithgow. Lithgow did not have uh, anything wrong with his eyes, but he was a good villain. And Michael Rooker was a um, was the, a good guy in this as well. Yes, yes. He's yeah, playing he, Yondu. He died early in that. Uh, yes, he did. Uh, movie. If Sorry I to give it away. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's early in the. If movie, you haven't seen it now, too, yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, he's going to be returning to that. So on a cliffhanger in a mountain, daylight in, in a tunnel. Right. Right. Yeah. That's oh, basically like that. it. Yeah. I'm. You know what? Those sometimes they approach these things. Like look what they did with Top Gun. Yeah. Exactly. Which I think. It, 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 they might be able to clean it up. Yeah. Why know, not? Turn it, make it a little bit more, I don't know. Um, Profound? Realistic, viable, whatever you want to call it. Maybe you can put know. on a, a jacket? While, yeah, instead of a wife beater <laughs> in the in the Rockies, wherever they were. It's so cold! Yeah. It's cold up here! All right, uh, let's do clips. Here we go. Mama June Family Crisis. Well, we were just talking about uh, Honey Boo Boo. Continues to follow Mama June, Honey Boo Boo, and the gang. And here, Mama June talks about her addiction recovery. When I went into recovery, you know, I stayed in South Florida for like two years. In my addiction, I was selfish. But I'm even more selfish in my recovery because I had to take care of me at the end of the day. And I had to take care of me to be good for anybody else. Even myself. Just be good for my own self. <laughs> uh, Mama June, Family Crisis, returns to TLC Friday at 9 p.m. They should have Nell as her therapist. Here's our next clip. Undercover, under a Rue Powell. She goes over to catch predators online, and in this clip, she talks about her work. I do video chats, um, but we use a lot of smoke and mirrors. I mean, I'm very obviously close to 40, and we use wigs and prosthetics and braces and a lot of context of a teenage bedroom as well as a lot of digital editing to make me believable. I don't I don't want I don't think I want to see it. Uh second season of Undercover Underage is, Rue available, Pal. is available now on Discovery Plus. Yes, Rue, R O O. Yeah. As in like a uh a kangaroo. There you go. All right, that is the story that I have for you this morning. 
In entertainment news, we are less than an hour away from first shot at $1,000 in MMRBQ tickets. Make sure you're with us for MMR's concert cash. Our good friend, Big J. Okerson, on the program yeah. today as well. We'll talk to him around 9 o'clock. And we also have Tattoos Day, your chance to win a Preston Steve Show-themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street in Philadelphia. Make sure you text the word tattoo to 39333. We're going to come back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. Fans of the Weekend Planner, select the Pierre Robert Show page. Hear a song during the workforce blocks you like but can't name? Select recently played songs to show on your app feed. Want the MM Archives podcast on your radar? Just customize so it shows where you want it. Look for Marissa's app hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. Where's your favorite place to have an orgasm? Anybody got right a here, favorite right, right, right here? Right, right here now. at this spot, Happening. right next to Kathy, okay. every morning, three to four times a day. Right. Yeah. Uh, the reason I bring that up is uh, there was a story that surfaced yesterday. A um, <clears throat> The orchestra was performing uh, Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony in Los Angeles on Friday night uh, when a concert goer supposedly let out a, quote, full body orgasm uh, during the event. A scream is said to have suddenly erupted from the balcony at the Walt Disney Concert Hall where there was a packed crowd. Audience members in turn to where the noise had come from. And there was a woman sitting next to her partner trying to catch her breath. And in fact, Magnus Fines, a British composer, music producer, and brother of actor Ray Fines and Joseph Fines, witnessed the scream during the L.A. Philharmonic's performance and wrote about it on Twitter. So the, it has, the story is distilled down. Have we been able to ascertain if it was, in fact, an orgasm? No, we have not. So he thinks it was an orgasm. A lot of people there thought it was an orgasm as well. And other people are saying probably not. Maybe you're having some kind of a medical issue or something like that. They can often be confused. uh, The story that I read, the person has not come Ah. yet whether or not they were (laughs) indeed having an orgasm. Spontaneous or whatever you may clarify it as. However, that is possible. Sure. To be induced by sound or elation. Yeah. Uh, I was doing a little research in one of the articles, and yeah, so, um, and it was the Philharmonic, and they they practice a lot. Uh, A woman in the audience, this is what uh, Magnus Fines had said. He said, a woman in the audience had a loud and full body orgasm during the fifth, the second movement. And the band politely carried on. Uh, So Molly Grant was startled by the loud noise. She said, I saw the girl after it happened, and I assumed that she had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing. Yeah. And her partner was smiling and looking at her, like, in an effort to not shame her. (laughs) Do we have the audio, actually, of the, the, uh, I think we should, of the Philharmonic? Yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah. All right, here we go. And by the way, it's right at a a, a slight pause in the music. Yes. Did we hear it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One more time. (laughs) Play it one more time. Raise the volume. Raise the volume. Here we go. (laughs) 
Now I hear it. You hear it? Yeah. Listen carefully. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> Wait. Keep listening. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a big woman. But the, uh, um... I don't buy it. You don't think it's an orgasm? No. You just yeah. think it's some sort of medical thing? I, I think you can control the volume uh, when you get to that point. Um, if you're a man or a woman, I, most bodily functions, you can you can tamp it down a little bit. And and she knew where the silence was going to be. And she wanted, she, she wanted were, the attention. I wonder if they were recording. You yeah. never hear that in classical albums. You never hear, woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Brahms. Hang on, let me hear this. Casey, raise the volume a little bit there, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. But Listen, it, it's... my uh, my wife's aunt, uh, and we talked about this last year. Had was was having that spontaneous orgasm oh, yeah. uh, uh, syndrome or whatever it's called. And she said it was horrible. So there was an, horrible. An article I sent over to you with another woman who goes through this. And while we tend to think, "Wow, you're just in constant elation all the time," no, she says it's horrible. It can be painful. Yeah, actually, after a while, and uh, and also your, your your genitalia becomes super sensitive, like to the touch, meaning you know your clothes and stuff like that are actually. Uh, almost, it, it uh, supposedly it feels like raw. You do, know. Do you find that by the 80th or 90th time you start to feel a little weird, like a little it hurts? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> this is not fun anymore. I have no more time for this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's that's interesting. So, what with with, with your with um, your relative or, or Rochelle's mm-hmm. relative? How was she able to mitigate it? She went to the hospital. She had to go to the hospital. Oh yeah. Yeah, she went to the doctor to try to find out what was going in, and, and it just uh, they, it, it went away eventually. They weren't, um, were they, was it more like, um, they weren't full-throated screaming orgasms? I don't right? know. I didn't ask uh, about that particular thing. Ask next time at Thanksgiving. I don't know if she vocalized or not, but uh, maybe, maybe I would imagine a little bit. Like right. It, it, you know. Like even if you get like a cramp that's that's painful, you're gonna make some noise from that too. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, God. Well, we have the the nocturnal. Well, you know, well, listen. In, in this article you sent me, there are men that have this problem. Too. I don't, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. They, they uh, in fact, let me go back to that part of the article. It said that there are some uh, men who can. Have, there was a guy. A story in this particular one. Uh, the guy had had a um, a nerve problem in his back. Wow! And that that was what had uh, triggered it. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, it, I, I didn't get a chance to read this article because you just sent it over a little while ago. Well, what they're suggesting is if you want to replicate that, lift things improperly. Oh, and that's yeah. what you do. <laughs> right. Wow! Pose yourself some back pain. I don't know of any. Well, yeah, it can be that sort of sort of rewiring in the brain that would cause it. Some people are noisy, though, Nick. I know you think that uh, that you had said that uh, people can control it, and I have I have heard you. I'm sure we've all heard. Yes, noisy people, absolutely. Before. Yeah, but not at the L.A. Philharmonic. No, not at the <laughs> Philharmonic. But the, but there are still very vocal people. Sure. Uh, when it comes to sexual gratification, well, I, w- I wonder if you've. I mean, depending on how, how much control do, does your mind have over. Could you be brought to such a point of elation at a concert, at an event, 
Sure. You know, like like I think like a rock concert where there's something visceral with with the bass pounding, yeah. and uh, you know, or even even like a uh, a DJ where you have this incredible amount of enhanced bass. Could that could that cause it? Could it? Might be a sneeze. <laughs> Has anybody t- talked about that? No, like, that's wait, a do good we point. want to hear that again? See yeah. if it's a sneeze. Hang on a second. <laughs> Maybe. Could be. I remember one time I was at Jim Stakes and there was a woman there and her sneeze, I kid you not. She did it like three times. It was like this. It was. Uh-huh. I was like literally just screaming. That yeah. was it. It was yeah. just a scream. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Ah, it scared me. <laughs> yeah. And she did it. She did it again. Ah! Oh, my God. She's sneezing. I've <laughs> heard people, rarely, I've heard people sneeze like that. And it's terrifying. Uh, hang on a second. Here is a, uh, oh, this is the, the follow-up text. Yes, uh, Nick, to uh, Magnus Fines. said, I was there. This is not what happened. The poor woman had a breakdown of some sort. Speaking to Elam after the concert. Elam? That is. Uh, Gollum's sister. We are friends uh, since our time together at U of M, and we were all worried that it was a medical emergency. Please have more respect. But then he responded to that, Nick, and said something along the lines of, yeah, he said, I I ran. No, I was shooting. (laughs) He said, I ran all possible scenarios, Tourette's even. Was in close proximity and had no less than eight other friends uh, coincidentally attending. All had reached a similar conclusion. She remained for the rest of the show. Her demeanor was in evidence. My corroborated take is merely an observation. Respect maintained. Uh, Okay. A lot of people thought it was, you know, so it wasn't like it was completely out of the blue. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, You know, we, we talked about also, Preston, the other incidents around normal travails during someone's life where perhaps they're at the gym and they're on a piece of equipment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there was that, uh, Kathy, there was that one apparatus that was supposedly like the orgasmatron or well, something Well, no, it's, like it's, I think it's um, women sometimes when they do an ab workout. It's not a specific apparatus. But, but I thought there was... I thought there the was leg one, raise. Yeah, where you, where you raise your legs That's an ab workout, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know, but but there was yeah, one... Yeah, no, it's not one thing. It's ab workouts. Okay, I remember us talking about one time that there was a particular thing that you sat on. It's not necessarily had moving parts, but it, where you could do the leg lifts and that it was causing women... <laughs> yeah, Tim, women... remember Tim Graham's friend, I think she... Did she come in or maybe she didn't want to? But yeah, when she just does like does a crunch, she'll do crunches wow. and she'll she'll that'll happen. <laughs> I've Wait, never I, had anything even remotely close to that experience. I read an article recently that says that uh, men should start doing Kegel exercises. I do. Do you really? Yes. Okay. Uh, in fact, when you're going to um for your prostate with the prostate when in preparation of having your prostate removed, uh, if you have, and I had prostate cancer, you have removed. You do your Kegel exercises, and that helps firm up the muscles in that general area to control um, your urination, and it's supposed to apparently uh, improve your orgasms as well. Is what I read. Yeah, well, so maybe more so in, in women, but for no, me, no, but it, for men, yeah, it keeps me from yeah. being my pants, right? <laughs> yeah. But but that's all part of it. It's interesting. All the pelvic floor will help you and oh. and have a, a little bit more intense and enjoyable orgasms. <laughs> Nasty. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I do them a couple times a day. How do you do the? Uh, how do you do a Kegel exercise? A Kegel. To, and I, I tell guys who are trying to do it if when they're you know doing the surgery and just in general. The w- sort of the way you would suppress a fart is the same sort of ah. That's really kind of it. Okay. Oh, so right. so you that the, the, you, can you do it like right now? Uh, where I just you're did standing? fifteen while we were talking. <laughs> wow. Uh, so you, the the best way to do it is is you do it 
especially in preparation for this kind of surgery, standing, seated, and huh? laying down. Okay. So you're kind of getting all the different muscles worked. I had always thought there was a, you had to like lay on your back. And, no. Okay. Any, anywhere you can suppress a fart, you can do a Kegel. All right. They won't say it in the medical community, but I'm I'm considered sort of a loose cannon. Okay. So, I mean, there were a bunch of, um, <clears throat> we had a, a little graphic here in the studio, a bunch of like exercise-related uh, releases, so yes. to speak. So like biking, horseback riding. We talked about rope climbing, didn't we, Case? Well, so that's what I was going to say. When I was a kid... I, before, you know, prepubescent and all that, like, when I would climb, um, like, a, a pole, like, on the swing set or whatever, I mean, I full-on had, and before I even knew what that stuff was, oh, yeah. nothing... Excreted. Excreted. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Uh, but the feeling was there for, Dad? for as long as I could hang Dad, on. can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> um, but so... the, the, the feeling, you definitely had a... Uh, oh, yeah. You had the... Um, the spasm. Yeah. Well, once you reached the age where you would be able to, or uh, uh, or, or at least where you're more aware, would rope climbing you? I, I don't recall. Okay. I, I just know that I was younger, and I was like, okay, I'm going to climb the, the you know the swing set down at the park, and I would climb up that pole. I would hold on for dear life, like one of those like koala pen right, <laughs> yeah. thingies, like oh. And I just uh, hung on for as long as I possibly could. At a younger age, you can, uh, you know, I remember one time, I'm like, oh, my God. I, yeah. was like, I oh, didn't yeah. even mean to do that. Uh-huh. What? I'm, I'm diddling myself, and I didn't even know it. Well, your first reaction is, oh, my God, there's some sort of medical. Uh, uh, yeah. Call oh, doctor. Oh. What's this? <laughs> this can't be right. I think I ruined your friend's <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> oh, uh, hang on, I'm going to go to Eric. Hi, Eric. Uh, good morning. You guys rock. Hey, what's up, Buck? Eric! I don't, know, I don't know the name of the band. I don't know how close the dude was staying at a stage, but apparently this heavy metal band, underground band, was playing the other night, and some dude farted, and it got picked up on the PA. <laughs> and it's on, like, every recording out there. So, so at a heavy metal show, this dude was able to fart loud enough to get he on... farted in my face. I, I didn't hear the recording, but, like... It was some band called Spirit something, Spirit Box, Spirit whatever. They wear masks. We no have we have a sleep token. Sleep, so sleep token, that's it, yeah. Okay. Well, the dude, I didn't hear it yet, but some dude farts at this concert, and apparently you can hear it. Okay, wow. we have to hear that now. Yes. Marissa. Thanks, man, I'm putting, on, I'm putting it on now. All right, thank sleep you, Sleep token. We'll have Marissa search and see if she can find that. Well, you're you're memorialized then forever. You're you're part of that recording of Sleep Token. Yes, it's like when people go to live recording specifically to yell out or call out, so that they end up on the yeah. The last uh, two fish concerts I went to at, at the Man, I was sitting right behind the taper section, and I was like, I I, I couldn't enjoy the concert the way I would want to because I didn't want to like ruin the people's recordings. It's not, it's not Jonas is not on you. I know. I would think fish could get you to the point of. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've gotten like to not like to like physical places, but. Mentally, uh, mentally, yeah. Orgi- I remember near uh, orgiastic. Uh, there was there was a. It's kind of like when they're in a jam, right? And they are doing something improvisational, but you know and exactly where they're going. Like you're in sync with the band as well. Like they were playing this song called "Golden Years." Wait, no, no, wait, uh, "Golden Age." And they went into this jam. This is at Madison Square Garden. And I'm telling you, this was just a couple of years ago. I was dead sober, but, like, I was, like, I felt like I was being lifted wow. into the stratosphere. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Musically. Musically. It brought you there. Yeah. Okay. Have yeah. you ever had a, a moment that was, that you would call transcendent during a, 
A concert? No. Uh, nothing I can remember taking me to a different plane of reality or anything Jimmy like Buffett that. does it for you, doesn't he? Yes, it? of course. I'm always <laughs> singing along and kind of lifting a few inches off the ground. It's amazing. No, uh, not that I know of. And I've never had a, uh, I've never had a sexual <laughs> explosion. You never, of, you never went for it? Of sorts. Uh, not even at a strip club. Uh, so, No. <laughs> And I've been to the ones where they yeah. rub all over you. You're wearing your blamin' pants? <laughs> Wait, what were those called? The blamin' pants? Isn't that what the dude from Family Guy wears to strip clubs? Really? Super thin pants? Yeah, yeah super thin I pants. I have done that yeah. before. You know, I was thinking about the other day, Casey was... Uh, blamin' pants. Was meshies? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Which was, that was a very, uh, that was very lit, chaste couple yes. who would uh, wear thin clothing, mesh clothing. They'd be making out in their dorm room, and she'd say, go put your mesh shorts on. <laughs> I'm going to rub up against you. And it was like an actual sexual act for them. Oh, yeah. That was terrific. <laughs> but in, in a technical sense, it didn't cross it, any boundaries. I we still say not. But you know yeah. what's really funny Meshies. is when these guys had met and they were together, like, we all just assumed that they were just, <laughs> like, like that they had just discovered eat that together. Right. You know? And it was the greatest thing and in the world. And little thing. did you know, they were actually just creating mesh shorts. They were doing exactly what we thought we, they would be doing, but... Um, Anyway, yeah, meshies. Nice. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? Hey, I'm going to go to Sean. Hi. Sean, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you at work. It's okay. Hey. What's up, ma'am? So I never in my life told anybody about this, and I never heard anyone experience it, and okay. Casey Boy just came clean. But I remember Jim <laughs> yes. like we had like a two-and-a-half-inch rope that went all the way to the deck, and you had to ring the bell when you would get to the top. Yep. And... I would get to the top and fire a blank and not know why it happened and ring the bell, but I couldn't move. Like, I was How old? stuck in that position at the top of the rope. How old were you when this happened, Sean? Oh, my God. I was probably in, like, third, fourth grade, something like that. You can come down now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean. That's pretty much what happened. When, when you now have an orgasm, you refer it as a bell ringer? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will now. Ding, no, ding. He's like a guy completing chemo. I was like, Casey, I was like, I was like, what is going on? Like, what is this? About? It's a ming. Yeah. I love ropes. But so, I never told anybody, and I heard him say it. I couldn't stop laughing. Sean, were you, were you able, ever uh, attempted to replicate that, and were you able to, if so? Not until I got older, and I realized I put two and two together. <laughs> that's what that was. Like, that's what that was. Right, exactly. But when you're that young, and it only happened, you know... Like random, like when that, yeah. when you, like like he said, when you climb a pole, like yeah, you're you're, you know, you're almost frightened, um, and then you find out what everything else is, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, that's why I couldn't move. That's what people road. pay for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to chime in. That was the first time I ever told you. Well, well, we're glad you. You. Uh, it was. I thought. I thought it was. I was like, man, what what was that about? Now you can start your day knowing both you and Case here something very intimate. Preston and Steve confessions. <laughs> Your strangest orgasm. Call yeah, now. Right now. Uh, you want to hear? Bill is freaking out. I know. <laughs> we will we will it carefully. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We already we've had a rope and we've had a fart during a concert which we're <laughs> share, sh- chasing down the audio. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have listen, okay. I have this story. Another one? No, 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 no. It's not me and and so I don't want like all right, so is my um it was my friend's brother. Okay. But um, I have to go over to this side of the uh, to uh, the, the, the studio here to okay. show you. But, like, uh, 
This is how he would lay on on the floor and watch TV. All right. And it was because of this very same sensation. But okay. like if you All just right. if you were Casey's sitting there gonna as, do a demonstration. If you were right. sitting there as a family. We'll get a wide shot here. Okay. All right, Casey is uh, so, headed to the other side. I, I'm not going to be able to see that. That most kids would lay down and watch TV, like... like right, prone on, with uh, sort of their, okay. their your, your chin in your hands, yeah. on your on your belly, would, right. This is how he would watch TV. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Kathy, what yoga pose is that? Yeah, upward dog. Upward dog. So the, the upper dog tends to force your crotch into the floor harder. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's and, like you're going, well... <laughs> You know, yeah, you're going all the way. Yeah, you're going yeah. all the way. So, and was the modus operandi was that based on him wanting to? It was a sensation. And anything he was watching, would there be specific things on television he would? No, no, it wasn't like what he was watching. Like C-SPAN? No, I mean it's not like I was into swing sets. You know? Oh my god, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah. Wow, uh-huh. I didn't. Even, that's uh, that's commitment. Somebody texted and said, "I'm uh, 53. I have vivid memories of riding my big wheel and having that sensation." Wow. Oh man! It always I when riding a bike would always numb up my crotch. Oh, do you remember? You get I'd get pin, get pins and needles on your on your junk. I think the Green Machine did it for me. Oh, did maybe, it? Maybe. My, my yeah. chips mobile. But remember how great it was. You know, Pull over, punch. <laughs> just careful with your orgasms. Oh. <laughs> just throwing them all over the place. Just <laughs> read with them. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, this is carefree. you're walking on sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, that's yeah. what that song's about. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I was waiting for that. Uh, yeah. yeah I, don't worry It takes it. forever now with our... Don't worry about it. I know super newfangled equipment. Hard to uh, <laughs> bring those things up quickly. Well, which one do you want? Do you want I, the one with the record scratch? Well, or, before yeah. that, before that, we now have a sleep token fart. Oh, please. So, apparently, there's a live recording, and at some point, there's a break, and you can hear a guy fart. I don't know. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, it was a little squeak. Hang on, hang on. The, the audio is poor. Yeah. It goes... Oh, I thought it was like... Uh, like yeah, like oh, so this, that appears to be off like a phone or something. That was yeah. It sounded like he crapped his pants. That's kind of weak. But you hear people laughing. It's during a ballad. That does help, though. Yeah. But no... Just throwing your orgasms all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, apparently, this this is all the the chatter that this woman uh, had uh, in, in the middle. That the 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 thought is is she was so caught up in this wonderful music, right? Orgiastic. Uh, that there was a swell and then a pause and then she felt uh, you know a sensation and that the music brought it on. Uh, from the orchestra's performance, but. I, I think it's conceivable if you have sort of a like a like a, um, you know there's there's a big bass response or something of that nature, perhaps. Right? But who knows? I don't know. I've never had uh, it happen. Yeah. Oh. Or maybe emotionally, something can just right. catch you. You know? Yeah. Um, there's a uh, so fish does his thing again. Uh, it's called a bass bomb. Where uh, during a gym oh, yeah. they will they will play, and I don't even know if it is from keyboard or if it's from the bass, but 
they will hit one note and can feel it. You, everybody feels it. And then, like, so you, you get that sensation, this vibration going through your entire body, and everybody's like, what is it? And then everybody goes crazy after that. Like, mm. yes! <laughs> <laughs> that, they do that at every show or just sometimes? No, just sometimes. And when it comes out, you're like, oh, dude, that was amazing. That yeah, because face bomb. To feel music, like, to literally, physically feel music is pretty cool. All right. You I know agree. what? Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Coldplay. Oh, Coldplay did that. I couldn't believe how like uh, uh, kinetic their concert was when I saw them at uh, the Wells Fargo Center. I didn't see them at the at the link or whatever, but same exact thing. Like I guess the the, the drummer, what you, you could feel everything pulsing through your body. It's pretty cool. Sometimes the mix yeah. is like that. Years mm-hmm. ago, when they they uh, when they really started playing around with subwoofers, yeah, they had a thing called Sense Around which was a, sort of a, another element to going to the movies. And movies like, in fact, I think the first time they rolled it out was for a movie called Earthquake, where they had these huge subwoofers up in front of the theaters, and they would pump out this low hum during the earthquake, and you would uh, you would feel it, yeah. you yeah. know, profoundly. We had Getty Lee on a while back when he had his uh, base book out, and I asked him if he ever felt like a superhero <laughs> when he had the power that he would wield if he hit that low E. Uh-huh. Because there's a song called Xanadu, and the first note they hit in that first big note is just kaboom. It's just nothing but giant bass. And he's like, yeah, you do kind of feel yeah. a little super I want to see if I can find that bass bomb that I, it was, uh, I don't remember everything, but it was December 29, 2018 <laughs> in the second set. <laughs> and it rocked your world. Yeah, it was about nine or ten minutes into the second song of the second set, but I don't really remember much. And that's right. when you fell yeah. low. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I want to hear you guys to hear it because you'll hear the bass bomb and then you hear everybody go, we doggy! Woo! Yes! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, get it. I want to hear it now. Yeah. You've talked it up so much. I, I want to have Marissa an orgasm. Marissa is pointing up, and I think it means it's over, Case. Oh, hey, hey! Uh, I don't know if this is the bass bomb that you were talking about, but here we go. This is fish and a bass bomb uh, right here. Oh. Obviously, that's overmodulated. It's overmodulated. But, but you, you, gotta, can, yeah. you can hear how much stark of a difference it right. is from the rest of the tone, yeah. and that it would sure enough rattle your teeth. Probably, you can hear the boners. Um, let me back that up again here, real quick. Yeah. So they're hitting something that really shakes the yeah. arena. I, I love imagine, stuff like so. that. Yeah. All right. I, I love orgasms at the Philharmonic. Orgasms at the Philharmonic are great. That should be a live album, <laughs> right there. That should be yeah. the title of a live album. You know, it'd sell. So I don't know if it's uh, legit happen or not, but that's uh, what everybody seems to think. So it was uh, worth discussion. I think we need to take a break. We have MMR's concert cash coming up. Chance to win a thousand dollars and MMRBQ tickets on the way. Uh, don't forget, we also have a tattoos day today. Your chance to win a President Steve show themed tattoo. From putting to piercing, so text the word tattoo to three nine three three three. We'll be back in a second. Bizarre file stories coming up. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. 
Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop in and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. Buy real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Oh my God, I'm actually going to get a shard out in what? time. When this person requested this. Is, yeah. um, my name is Bridget and my son Ryan Gallagher Seely. And I, we listen to the Preston and Steve Show every morning on our way to school. Without a doubt, Ryan is your biggest 10-year-old fan. We love the Bizarre File, Preston and Steve, and of course, Pierre, huge MMR fans over here. Ryan turns... 10 May 2nd, 2023, and I would love it if you could give him a shout out for his very special day. We're in the car from 7.45 to 8.15. We got it! Oh, my God! Uh, he's a fourth grader at the Walden School in Media. He's too smart for us. And lives in Ridley Park, and he's a Star Wars aficionado, and the best thing to happen in my life. This is from Bridget. So here's a shout out from your mom, from your mom Ryan. Happy 10 to you, my man. Uh, I want to do a butt plug real quick. I mentioned this the other day. Yes. Uh, we are coming up on the annual Walk a Mile in Her Shoes event. It's an international men's march against rape, sexual assault, and gender violence. And proceeds from this event are going to be supporting the Laurel House and their domestic violence shelter and supportive services. So uh, we've been longtime supporters of uh, the Laurel House. And this event is coming up Saturday, May 13th. I'll be hosting it. Uh, the event is at 10 a.m., check-ins at 9 o'clock, and I would love you to be a part of Team WMMR. I'm late getting started on this, and <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but we're in Collegeville at the Pfizer campus, and would love you to come and walk. And it's men, adult men. Well, you don't have to be adults, by the way. But men walking in women's high heels, and that in and of itself is worth coming along just to see. It's a ton of fun. Um, and obviously it raises uh, funds for a much-needed organization. So That benefits both women and men. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Yeah. So uh, it's just uh, people who are victims of domestic violence. It's a shelter. And, of, of course, they can... They help out with other things like helping people find employment if they need that. or Legal issue. Or uh, permanent residence and stuff like that. They're fantastic. So the Laurel House, it is uh, a week from this Saturday, May 13th. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com if you'd like uh, to get signed up. Uh, or you can do a quick search on the Laurel House and you'll find that as well. But uh, community events at WMMR.com, we'd love to have you on board. And then I'm going to mention this because we got a few more seconds before concert cash. Casey, I got an email from somebody. Nick passed this along, actually, to me. Uh, says, hey, long-time listener, wanted to make sure that you and the show are aware of a live show that I think your listeners would like. My wife and I went to see The Play That Goes Wrong. I want to go see this. At the Plays and Players Theater in Center City. Casey and I went to see it when we were in London in the West End, 
and we loved it. It was hilarious. We were, it was suggested by Michael Giacchino. Yes. And actually, this is brought to the U.S. by J.J. Abrams. How about that? And it's going to be in Philly till May 21st. And um, this person said they went, and it seemed like the tickets weren't selling that well. It was kind of a light uh, attendance at the house. I think once word gets out. I'm telling you guys, it's it's slapstick. It's funny. It's ridiculous. It's over-the-top hilarity throughout the whole thing. I mean, comedy luminaries. I think Mel Brooks went and loved it. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think it it, it, it is a... It's a, uh, a, a a comedy of errors, correct? And, and mm-hmm. yes, exactly. And we met the the creators when we were that's in right. London. They came out. And we had them on, and that's why I wanted to give this a little plug. It's uh, you know just because I, I think it'd be great entertainment that yeah. you might enjoy. And we had such a great time meeting those guys. They were you might kind have of, an orgasm. They were yeah. kind enough to come yeah, by and uh, and be on our show. So mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to pass it along. So that's at. Uh, it's called The Play That Goes Wrong, and it's at the Plays and Players Theater. I've never been there. The Plays and Me Players neither. Theater yeah. in smaller. Center City. So uh, get tickets, go. Should be fun. All right, now it is time to do this. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. All right, the word's exclusive. E-X-C-L-U-S-I-V-E. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. You can do it at the contest page, WMMR.com. You can uh, also do it on the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest, and all MMR listeners get two tickets to the MMR VQ Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now, and winners get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. For MMRBQ details, text word FINALLY to 39333 for a link for the information. Uh, sponsored by Meineke, and again, the word is exclusive, so enter it now. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right. Bizarre File brought to you by J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning. Got junk, want it gone? Got floors, want them clean? Call J-Dog Junk Rule and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning, veteran-owned and operated, started right here in southeastern PA. Call 844-GET-J-DOG or visit jdog.com. All right, so a young Australian man could face 40 lashes and five years in jail after allegedly going on a drunk, naked, and violent rampage in Indonesia. Yeah, there you go. Bodie Mani Risby-Jones. That's a hell of a name. 23-year-old from Australia was detained in the early hours of Thursday morning in the country's ultra-conservative province of et uh, Public canings are a regular punishment in the province, meaning that the <laughs> 23-year-old could be lashed up to 40 times as well as face five years in prison. Yeah, the lashing is fairly common. Uh, the alleged incident left the person in hospital and promoted residents to threaten to burn the Moon Beach Resort down. <laughs> wow. Uh, off the coast of Sumatra. Risby Jones had been named as a suspect by police. Uh, the province enforces Sharia law, meaning that the sale and consumption of alcohol is banned. And police chief uh, senior commissioner said that the victim's wife had made a report to police and four witnesses had also been questioned. He confirmed uh, that he would not be deported. An Indonesian police report stated two residents were about to buy cigarettes at a stall when a foreign citizen appeared from a ditch and chased them. Just hanging out in a ditch. Yeah, yeah. that's my ditch. Uh, the They accelerated their motorcycle towards a coffee shop. The perpetrator chased them while rampaging so that local residents were frightened. The perpetrator also lifted a motorbike, causing a local resident to fall and to be injured. The report said uh, Risby Jones also hit the wall of a coffee shop. His action provoked the anger of the residents 
then they chased and caught the perpetrator. The residents brought him to a local police station and drinking from a bottle of vodka before mm. emerging without clothes on after midnight. Didn't know where he was. The police report said the local victim suffered injuries to his feet after Risby Jones allegedly pushed a motorcycle onto him, and the guy ended up having to have 50 stitches, oh. which is quite a nasty That's cut. heavy duty. So this dude is going to get the tar beat out of him. Should have gotten the pizza and stayed in his ditch. There you go. <laughs> and uh, he could face some jail time, too. A Dutch man suspected of fathering more than 550 children wow. worldwide through sperm donations has been ordered to stop. Uh, the man stop named it! Jonathan, who is 41, could be fined uh, more than $100,000 if he tries to donate again. Uh, he was banned from donating to fertility clinics in the Netherlands in 2017 after it emerged he had fathered more than 100 children. Jeez. But instead of stopping, he carried on donating sperm abroad and online. A court has told him to provide a list of all the clinics that he had used and to order them to destroy his sperm. Uh, the man said to have misled hundreds of women. Dutch clinical guidelines state that a donor should not father more than 25 children in 12 families. Uh, they are asking to limit the number of times that they offer their services to reduce the chance that siblings might unknowingly form a couple and have a child together. Yeah, it could be a problem. So there have been a ton of stories like this. Oh, man, there's a there's a documentary yeah. uh, about a fertility oh, doctor. Netflix, right? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. What's that? It was not on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was... He was Offering up his seed yeah. without their knowledge to yeah. tons of people, dude. And he was through this. Uh, he, he's uh, this religious group, I think, called uh, a quiverful or something like that. And they're trying to like stack the deck, a sock full, like with like people. Yeah, the oh end of that. I'm not going to give it away for anybody who hasn't watched it. But at the end, I was like, "Holy s! Like you, like you can't even believe." what actually happens. And just, that, like, you think it's over, it's coming to an end, and then they just slam you with the last be- bit of information. You're like, holy crap. Uh, Nick pulled up the title. It's called Our Father. It's on Netflix. It's wild. It's Tiger uh, Tiger King with semen. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah similar. All right, a whole, this is messed up, and I saw the picture of this. A homeless man allegedly bit off a portion of an officer's finger during an arrest at a subway station in East Hollywood on Thursday. Man... Los Angeles police officers were conducting uh, routine activities when they spotted a man reportedly board the train with a meth pipe. Uh, police approached the suspect, escorted him off the train for a narcotics investigation. As the man was being held, he became violent and began fighting with officers, which resulted in a use of force incident. During the incident, the suspect bit off a portion of the sergeant's pinky finger. And I mean, dude, bit it. Off. You've got to have some <gasps> choppers on you. Witnesses said the man also tried to bite an, uh, other nearby cops before he was subdued. Uh, the sergeant was transported to a local hospital for treatment. Oh. Unfortunately, they confirmed they were not able to reattach the officer's fingertip. Oh, that effing sucks. Yeah, we're looking at a photo of it. That's it's a nice up. chunk off of the pinky. Uh, the suspect was also transported to the hospital with minor injuries. He was later arrested on charges of mayhem and resisting an executive order. This was on, the, on a uh, train, Preston? Uh, well, they took him off of a train. Okay. Uh, and they uh, confirmed that he is indeed a transient. Wow. An employee at a Popeye's in Chicago was caught on video destroying the store after he was allegedly not paid for a month of work. Well, I know. see that he was upset. A TikTok posted a now viral video of the unidentified man cutting open bags and boxes of food and other damage uh, in the fast food restaurant. At the beginning of the video... At the beginning of the video, the man is seen cutting open a bag of raw chicken and dumping the pieces on the ground. 
In the next clip, he can be seen opening boxes of French fries and tossing the food on the floor. A third clip shows what appears to be a completely destroyed stockroom with overturned shelves, open boxes, and flipped over bins. Various foods and a liquid can be seen covering most of the floor. Pictures following the video clip show uh, damage to the registers and cut electronic cords as well. This is for a month of not getting paid. Yeah, the final video clip reads, at least he got his money while showing an empty cash drawer on the counter and uh, panning to the window where police officers in Chicago police vehicle can be seen outside of the restaurant. It's unclear whether he was arrested or not. He decimated this. Did you give a dollar amount to the damage? I uh, did not. Right. I didn't see one in the story. And then finally, we'll do this last one. A man... Fatally shot three other people before turning his gun on himself, Portuguese police says on him. What local media described as a dispute over rival pigeon racers. Pigeon racers? He shot three people and killed himself. It gets that competitive? Andrea Gonclaves. I saw the whole thing. The police commissioner. Yeah, I'm one of the athletes. Uh, described a dispute between four men ages 30 and 60. My and name is Buttons. And said one of them had killed the others before shooting himself. Uh, she described the deaths as an isolated situation related to an unresolved issue between the men. The four dead individuals were participating in a pigeon race. And their disagreement also centered on an illegal vegetable garden. Oh, no. Portugal has... No restri- comment. Uh, Portugal has restrictive gun laws, but firearms are legal for hunting. Mm. Of the 80 or so annual homicides that Portugal has registered on average since 2015, around a fifth of them are committed with firearms. So a guard pigeon. A pigeon and gardens. Yep, apparently. They're insane over there. It's pretty crazy. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, so you got about four minutes left, and it's your chance to win $1,000 and tickets to the MMRBQ. Text the word exclusive to 45911 or enter it on the MMR app or through WMMR.com. We want you to win. We're going to take a break. Don't forget, Big J. Okerson joining us this morning. And we might play a contest when we get back. I think so. Hang out. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. I've just been told that we have a show announcement uh, later on this morning, uh, around 10 o'clock, or at least starting at 10 is when we can make that announcement. Yeah. All right, and to this this event that we announced, we'll have tickets to give away, too. Uh, I love that. I think you'll want to stay with us for that. It's a good one. Um, Also... We're going to play a contest. We're going to play a game that apparently we haven't played. We may have done it around Christmas time last year or the year before. But we Did people it. love it or hate it? People like loved it. And, well, some people hate it. Okay. But we love it. All right. Uh, we haven't played it since 2019 in this version, but uh, apparently we called it Go Flute Yourself. <laughs> it sounds about right. And so we have audio of someone playing really crappy flute versions of songs or it might be uh like recorder right you know the little well i have a recorder you do you know uh, by, by the way i uh, i crack up all the time on friday when we play the uh our our movie theme yeah. and we are playing basically this uh there's something about horrendously played flutes or recorders or what have you where did it go i found it oh well anyway that's good i get the idea yeah Oh, I just had an orgasm. Or in my nose. (laughs) I had two orgasms. That sounded like uh, Willy Wonka. Yes, it does. Yes. Ooh, I just realized I stuck this in my mouth right after I had it in my nose. It's like butt to mouth. (laughs) Wasn't that nice? Oh, man. 
A little ATM. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> little NTM. Do you have NTM? Nose to mouth. You know what they uh, call an ATM around here, right? <laughs> what? It's the Mac machine. Uh, yes, this is true. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, That's a, yeah, it's a ass joke. to mouth is now known as in Philly as the Mac machine. Yeah, you don't call it an ATM in Philly. You call That's it, what you can describe. The Mac machine. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, dude, totally Mac machine. There, right? <laughs> when you're soliciting for that in front of your grandmother. Yeah. That's funny. Well, you and I have a little Mac machine. So what we'll do is we'll call us nine two one five two six three WMMR. We'll play the song for you if you can identify it then uh, you win a prize and we got lots of prizes uh, while we are getting those callers up and running Steve you wanted to mention something yes a friend uh, in the neighborhood uh, where I am at or in the general neighborhood a very good guy Eric Snyderman and uh, his wife and family they had a fire on April 25th uh, and the house is pretty much you know gone most wow. of their possessions and everything oh. uh, and the, the guy's just a super nice guy and very involved in the fa- in the in the neighborhood and so in fact he, he and his family were down for the uh, spring training Preston but it's just a couple days ago, they had this fire, and it just really it just raged through the house. Long story short, the people in the neighborhood love the family, and they put together a benefit. It's at Graham's Pub. It's this Friday from 8 to 11, and Graham's is turning their uh, their facility over that time. Uh, wristbands are going to cost 50 bucks, but they include well domestics and wine, well drinks, I'm assuming. Plus, there's tons of great raffles, and there's food, and all sorts of other stuff. It's just a basic way to get together and help them replace some of virtually the everything that they lost, and uh, they're great people. I'm going to be there from like eight eight o'clock, uh, you know, for for a bit in the, in the earlier part of the evening. I, I will have been up for a long time at that point, but I'm going to make sure to get on over there. So it's uh, Graham's Pub, and the directions. It's right on Ridge. I'll, I'll make sure that it's on my social media, and, and Nick, maybe we can post this up online as well. And uh, I would love to see you over there and support a family that you know. There, there are all sorts of charities. They lost everything. They're 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 coming off this horrible situation, and maybe we can make some uh, say. Lemonade out of lemons. When is this? What day? It's this Friday. This Friday. Uh, from 8, 8 to 11. 11. Grams. Profits on Ridge. Uh, I believe technically, I don't know where, where, where it falls, but it's right on Ridge. I'll give you the specific address on the social media. We'll put it up hopefully on, on uh, PrestonSteve.com. Excellent. And I'll see you there for a little bit on Friday night. All right. Very good, Steve. All right. We're going to see if we can um, play this game. Uh, it's called Go Flute Yourself. Uh, we are looking for callers, 215-263-WMMR. We have a variety of things uh, to give away, including uh, screening, movie screening of the, the new Guardians of the Galaxy film tomorrow night. Rave reviews. Uh, Casey's going to be there for yes. the event. And that's going to be at the Regal in Warrington, PA. And we got some uh, beers and things like Various that. Things. Yeah, we got Blu-rays, beers. We've got, dude, there's a Golden Gloves uh, boxing championship coming up. and uh, we we're got gonna, We're going to have tickets to that as wow. well. Wow. Yep. Okay. Yeah, lots of stuff. All right, let's get a caller on the line. Let's start playing. We're gonna we're gonna lead off with uh, Brielle. Brielle, are you there? Hey, bitches. Hey, what? Hi, right, Brielle. I love, love that it. name, yeah. by the way. Very unique. Thank you. How long have you had that? Uh, since my birthday. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Since you were born, you've had yeah, that. Yeah, since her birthday. All right, so <laughs> Brielle, we're gonna play a crappy flute song for you. We'll see if you can identify it. Okay. All right. Should I put them on hold? You yeah. know, let, let me yeah. let me play this first without putting. I hate putting them. I know it on. sucks. And and it's see if you can, can hear it. If not, I'll put you on hold. Here we go, Brielle. <laughs> All right, first of all, could you hear it, Brielle? Not really. There we go. All right, let me try putting you on hold. We'll see if this is better. Casey, to the beginning, please. All right. Here we go. 
It's great. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Brielle? Yes. First of all, could you hear it better that way? Yeah, it just sounds like chaos. <laughs> yeah, well, it sort of is. Yeah, yeah. but do you know Any the song? Idea? Uh, no, I don't have a guess. <laughs> Three callers? <laughs> Three callers? All right, we'll, we'll go next to uh, Jay. Hey, Jay. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. We're going to try out that same one with you already know it, or do you need to hear it again? <laughs> no, I definitely need to hear it again. All right, hang on. Here we go. <laughs> I like how I like how the other guys join him on the den den den. Yeah, yeah. Part of that. All right, uh, Jay. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh! You know what? Because I'm, I'm shocked because the Thanks. song is playing underneath it as a guy. Yes, yeah. it is. All right, one last caller, Sean. Hi there, Sean. <laughs> you would be amazed at how often I say that around my house. I do. My kids love it. Uh, Sean, do you need to hear it again? Uh, yeah, I got to get one more try. Oh, I bet right. you the guy who said rye bread knows what it is. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, I can't. I can't handle it anymore. after a while. All right, uh, all right, Sean. What's the song? Yeah, I got no idea. Nothing. Oh! Marissa's going to get a texter. We'll yeah. go through three callers, wow. and if we don't get a win that way, we will go to a texter. I know for a fact people are getting it on the. They've got yes. to be. Oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah, everybody on the text board's getting it, and see if we can get a winner this oh. way. So Marissa's uh, putting somebody. What? They're either getting it or they're asking us to stop. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, this is a it's a love hate game. Yeah, yeah. You either love this or hate this. There's there's no middle ground. Not every game can be yes or no. When it just comes everyone to... agrees that they adore it. Uh, right, Kathy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, she said yes. Would do you like this game better or that game better? Uh, well, I like this game better. Okay, of course. All right. So it's Kathy Romano approved now. Uh, so we're waiting for. Uh, let me see here. Waiting for Marissa. a girl like you. Yeah, I've been waiting. It is uh, Lou Graham's birthday yeah, it today. Is. Uh, Marissa's uh, getting a caller up on the line. No, striking out. People ain't answering their phones. No, hang on a second, Marissa. It's not that. I think our phones are having problems and we can't dial. Oh, wonderful. Okay, well then you know what? This one and try another. All right, we have to move on. All right, so that was Master of Puppets. Yeah, Master of Puppets from Metallica. Okay, we'll try it again. If we don't get a winner uh, on the text, we'll just uh, well we'll figure it out. All right, I'm going to go to Brian next. Hey, Brian. Hey, is this Kenny Knight? Yes! You're a real cool cat, man. (laughs) Watch out for him. I really know how to play guitar. Best tasting little morsels I've ever had in my life. All right, Brian, we got a new one for you. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's try this one and see if you can get it. Here we go. There's a secondary instrument there. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a kazoo. Okay, all right. Yeah. Somebody jumping in there with kazoo. Yeah. All right. Uh, Flushes it out. Brian, do you know what song that is? 
Master of Puppets Metallica. Oh, my God. Sorry, buddy. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And, uh, all right, okay, we'll, we'll, try, we'll try somebody else. I'll go to Tom. Uh, we have Tom F. Hi, Tom. Hello. Hi, Tom. Hello, all right. Tom. Did you hear that last song? Do you need to hear it again? I heard it. It sounds like a cat dying. I have no idea. You've got to be kidding me. Okay, thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. I thought... All right, hold on a second. What? On the text boards, they've got to be getting it. Right? Oh, yeah. They are, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's not, not absurd no. here. Nope. Uh, we'll go to Bill next. Hi, Bill. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Bill, the last song, did you hear it, or do we need to play it again? Uh, I heard it, but I need to hear it again. You need to hear it again. Okay, hang right, on a I'm second. I'm not playing it from the beginning. I'm playing it from the uh, yeah. chorus. And you already heard the hook. All right, uh, so it is Bill. Okay, Bill, what song is that? I, I have no idea. Wow! Wow! Oh, my God. Turn in your rock and roll card. To right, stay, it's a classic. Thank you, Bill. All I right. had a, my, my old diving coach called this the greatest love song of all time. Really? Yes. Love song of all time. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yep. Um, all right, Marissa's going to try and call out. She says no dice. It's not happening. Are you effing kidding me? No, so, all right. But on the, uh, on the, uh, and good news, Steve, the entire internet shut down over here. So, uh, oh, good. Yeah, so we can also see the stream. So, wow. Yeah. All right, so we're having problems. So what do we do? Do we proceed or do we? Oh, yeah. I mean, we can still take phone calls. Can we keep some of the prizes? We can oh, yeah. all the prizes if we want to. <laughs> I mean, because we're getting them right and left. Um, I don't even see what it is, but I know what they are. Do you want me to try, try Give me to... the prizes? No. Oh. Uh, since we can't get a caller on the line. Hang on, Marissa. Say... No. All right. Do you want to go? She's sending me signals. You want to do five callers instead? Or... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand how people aren't getting these. These are. Well, they are. These on, are. On the... Yeah, I know what you're saying. They're, on the phone They're, they're obvious. All right. Let me. Let me do that again. Obvious. <laughs> uh, I'll try Dave. See if Dave knows it. Hey, Dave. Dave. <laughs> now the phone. Gabe. Uh, hey, hey, sorry. Uh, yeah, the light my fire. Uh, well, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yes. All right. Good job. Where yeah. the hell did you go, Dave? We were sitting here for hours waiting for you. <laughs> Did, did you have uh, to go make a shower? Oh, you're taking a shower. Okay, you just got out of the shower. Uh, Dave, here's what we have for you. All right, we got a case of Victory Motel Paloma. You've got to try Victory Brewing's Motel Paloma. It is the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, tangy lime, super crushable. Out now, Victory's Motel Paloma. So I think besides the hiccups, this is going great. I know. Yeah. yeah. This is so good, good so far. All right. We have a new song set up, and we will go to. Uh, let's try Jimbo. I love my family. Uh, my family. <laughs> All right, Jimbo. We're going to try a fresh one on you, bud. T- get, tune your ears in. I want you to get this, okay? All right. I'm ready. Right, I'm going to put you on hold. Here's the next one. Go flute yourself.
one actually hurts my ears. It yeah. It's a little too high pitched. Yeah. Um, okay. Hi, Jimbo. Uh, can you play it again? No. <laughs> Preston's tinnitus will make his skull explode. Mm-hmm. No, you get one shot at it, bud. <laughs> You don't know. Guess, guess. All right, thank you, buddy. Oh. He's, he's out. Oh. It is. It's a, it's another very easy song. Yeah. yeah, these are these are standards. Yeah, we're not going deep cuts. Um, we do have deep cuts, but we're, I'm trying to play ones that everybody should be able to get. Uh, so, Keith, are you there? Yep. Good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. Bud. All right. Do you want to hear that one again? Uh, uh, I just take a long shot. Is it? Could it be Chili Peppers as the artist? Uh, no. no, at least he guessed. <laughs> no, it's not. Sorry, buddy. All right, we'll do one more call. Wait, no, we're going to do two more. Wait, I don't know. Try and do five. Nine more calls. Hi, Brendan. Hello. 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 All right, Brendan, uh, this is uh, Go Flute Yourself. Did you hear that song, or do I need to play it? I did. Uh, Is it uh, more than a feeling? My God, yes. From Boston, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, he got it right. Hang on, Brendan. <laughs> Some of these are really overmodulated, yeah. and it's hard to hear. But uh, Brendan got it right. More than a feeling from Boston. And I'll right. tell you, my, my the Twitter, you know, I get the notifications. People are getting it all over Twitter too. They're getting, yeah. nailing them. Yeah, nice. right. nailing them. Brendan, you have won yourself a pair of passes to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. That's going to be tomorrow night at seven p.m. at the Regal Warrington, uh-huh. hosted by. Me! And uh, Marvel's... All right, what are you pointing at here? I got you all set up, Preston. Uh, Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 opens in U.S. theaters on May 5th. You can text GALAXY to 39333 for a link to win another chance uh, at passes. And if you don't win passes to our advanced screening, you can visit Rothman Roller Rink in Dilworth Park uh, tomorrow. Kirk, whatevs. Uh, May 3rd. This is... There's too much copy here. From 4 to 6 p.m. for a Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy theme skate. That's the last time I'm going to read all of that nonsense. I'm looking for the park. Is there a Guardians of the Galaxy? Look, is this the right park? All right, we're gonna we have a new one here, guys. I don't want to quiet everybody. Everybody too excited, but we're gonna go to a caller named Bryce. Bryce, what if it's Bryce Harper? Oh my god! Oh my god! I think it is. He's up early. Do you think someone? It's got to know that we were playing this game, and that he should call in and try and win uh, some tickets or something. Well, we're honored. All right, I'm gonna find out. Hi, Bryce. Good morning. Hey, Bryce Harper here. Hey. Oh, we weird. thought so, man. It's Bryce Harper, buddy. <laughs> hey, we had to come back early, man. Yeah, That's yeah, congratulations. Yeah. On the recovery. <laughs> All right, Bryce, you ready to play? He's humble. Yes, I am. All right, hang on. He's watching. Here's the new one. <laughs> Let's play it for you. See if you can get it. Go flute yourself. <laughs> Let's go back to Bryce Harper. Hi, Bryce. Yep. What song is that? I knew the first, but I this one. Oh, wow. I bet you know it. All right. Sorry, Bryce. Got to let you go. Good luck with everything. All right, buddy. Yeah. I will right, see you. All right. Next is. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Tom J. <laughs> He's got to go to practice. Hi, Tom. Awesome. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. All right, Tom, we're playing uh, Go Flute Yourself. Did you hear that? I heard it. And it is? Staying alive. Yeah! 
The Bee Gees. Dude, you just beat Bryce Harper. <laughs> Alright, hang on, Tom. We're going to set you up, bud. Here's what we have for you. You have a pair of tickets for the Golden Gloves National Championships May 8th Ooh. through the 13th at Harris Casino. You can visit pagoldengloves.com for tickets. Sponsored by United Association and Sprinkler Fitters 669 and 692. And by the way, uh, Buster Douglas and Michael Spinks will be on the show on Monday morning. Awesome. Going to be a real... Knockout. Let's go to another caller. Go flute yourself, and it's Sandy that we're going to play with. Hi there, Sandy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Sandy. You think you can get it? I think it's staying alive. Oh, well, that was the last word. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop it. We're doing a new one, Sandy. Oh, we, got we, already got, we already got a winner for that. Okay. No problem. No, that's good. That's I was just good. wondering what your confidence level was going into this. I didn't hear it, so I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> all right. We didn't I don't know. Play it for me, a-hole, and then I'll tell you if I can get it or not. I got an idea, monkey. Sandy, hang on a second. We're going to play this next one for you. Here we go. Now I got it. Uh-huh. We'll go to Sandy again. Hi there, Sandy. Hi. All right, what song is that? Uh, mm. You know it, don't you? Yeah. Not the last one. You can get this. <laughs> I mean, was it? <sighs> go ahead. I don't know. Um, um, take a guess. Just say something. Say words. You've done that twice now. How about... Is it... Um, Bye-bye, Sandy. Sorry. Nope. Time's up. It's all good. Thank you, though. All right. We'll go next to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Preston. What what did the drummer name his twin daughters? (laughs) And a one and a two. (laughs) Thank you. That's a good one. That is a good one. You cannot argue with that joke. Chris, do you need to hear it again? Never gonna give you a- Yes, Rick Astley. Hang on a second, bud. Rick roll. <laughs> All right, Rick, you want yourself a case of Victory Motel Paloma. You've got to try Victory Brewing's Motel Paloma. It's the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, tangy lime, super crushable, and out now. Victory's Motel Paloma. Okay, so let's do this gotcha. one next, and we'll get a caller, a fresh one, to go at it. And it's uh, Debbie, who we will chat with. Hi there, Debbie. Hey, what's up? You guys rock. Oh, thank you, Debbie. That so we're, we're playing Go Flute Yourself, and we're going to try a new one out. This is a brand new one. You ready? Yes. All right, I'll put you on hold. Come on. Play the clip. See if you can get this one. <laughs> <laughs> Will they stop? Yeah. Oh, that was it? Yeah, that was it. 
Okay. Now, they got a big chunk of the actual song in that. They did. Uh, so, Debbie, what song is that? Um, God Bless the Rain, Toto, Africa. Yes. You kept talking and you got it. Yes, that is correct, Debbie. Hang on a second. And Wait. it's not God Bless the Rain. What is it? I drank I, the rain. No, it's I faced the rains down in Africa. Oh. Did, you say, did you think it was God Bless? Well, when she said it, I was like, yeah, that's what the words yeah. are. I don't God really Bless know. that rain. All right, you want a case of Victory Paloma, Motel Paloma, that is, and you've got to try Victory Brewing's Motel Paloma. It is the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, tangy lime, super crushable, and it's out now. Victory's Motel Paloma. I want to make sure I'm right about that. Uh, God bless the rains down in Africa. I I faced the rains down in Africa. I have no idea. I don't sing that that word. Just sing after. I always sung it as I met Claude Rains when I was in Africa. Oh, you you always go then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll try out another one. Uh, let me see here. Tis Ted that we will go to. Hey, uh, Ted, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you a good one. <laughs> We're reading the lyrics. Our Ted says, I bless the rains down in Africa. Uh, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Bless the rains down in Africa. I've been the wrong one all these years. How do you bless dog? How do you bless the rains? I think that you say, bless the rains for keeping our crops moist. All right. Uh, Ted, we have a new one. You ready? I think so. All right, here we go. Oh, I don't even know which one we're doing. Uh, Yeah, I got you. All right, here we go. Here's the next one. We'll go to uh, Ted. It's beautiful. See if you know. I'm playing about 30 seconds of it. Yeah. Hi, uh, Ted. I think it's uh, All Star. That is correct. Yeah! Yes. From Smash Mouth. There was a time we could not escape that song. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Ted, we got a prize for you. Here we go. Ted, you have won our last case of Victory Motel Paloma. You got to try Victory Brewing's Motel Paloma. It is the beer of the summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, tangy lime, super crushable, and it's out now. Victory's Motel Paloma. All right, Case, I like this one next. Got you. We only have time for one or two more. Uh, Then we got to wrap because we got Big J Oakerson joining us. Uh, We'll go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, buddy. All right, playing uh, Go Flute Your. And we have a new one ready to go. You ready for the challenge? Give it a try. All right, hang on. Here is our next one. I want to hear more of this. Okay. 
We will now turn to, Chad, to Brian and ask if he knows the answer. Brian, what song is that? I know the song. I can't. It's... Sing the lyrics in, t- in your brain and you'll uh, give that a shot. I bless the rain. No. No. <laughs> no, think, yeah. Work it in your head. I bet you can get it. Uh, all, all I can think of is Eye of the Tiger, and it's not. No. no. Sorry, buddy. Incorrect. We will go over to Bill and try one out. Bill, are you there? I am here. Bill, did yeah. Wait. wait. So, Bill, did you hear it? Yes, I did. And do you know the song? Yes, I do. It is the final countdown. Damn yes! right, it is. Yep. All right, Case, what do we have for Bill? All right, for Bill, you have a pair of passes. And by the way, yesterday's Hurdle, you know what Hurdle is? It's yes. that musical, like, Wordle. Yes, it is. It was that song. Really? And it took me five to get it because I couldn't, I didn't hear. If you remember, I'll play the beginning for yeah. you because the beginning, I was like, what is this? Like that? I'm like, I don't know what this is. Oh, right. I see. And it wasn't until that I was like, oh man, it yeah. took me five tries to get it. So anyway, what? Bill won a uh, pair of passes to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. That is going to be tomorrow night at 7 p.m. at the Regal Warrington. It's going to be hosted by myself, uh, Marvel Studios, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Opens in U.S. theaters on May 5th. And you can text GALAXY, G-A-L-A-X-Y, to 39333 for the link to uh, win an, uh, an, another chance to win passes to that screening. All right, Case, this last one on the list right here. Let's do that. Okay. All right? and this will do be it. Our, this will be our final one. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. Right. Play the game of the fruits. We'll go to Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Hello. All right, Brittany, we have one final song for Go Flute Yourself. You ready for this? Yeah. All right, I'll put you on hold and hit it right here. A few different things yeah, going on in there. A little like kind of a fart thing, yeah. All right, uh, Brittany. What song is that? Um, this is harder than I thought it would be. Um, it's <laughs> uh, a pretty easy one. I feel like I've heard it in a movie. You have, but it's not. Well, you probably have. Thing, go, go, go to the dark side. I'm calling it. Uh, okay, we All tried. Right, Brittany, we Sorry, tried. Brittany. All right, we'll go to James. Hi there, James. Good morning. Good morning. All right, James. We just played one. Did you hear it? I think so. And what is it? Might it be Sharp Dressed Man? It might yes. be, and it is. Yes, absolutely yeah. correct. All right, hang on a second, James. 
Here's what we got for you. You want a pair of passes to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 tomorrow night, 7 p.m., Regal Warrington. I'll be hosting that screening. Marvel Studios' Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 opens in U.S. theaters on May 5th. Text GALAXY to 39333 for the link to another chance to win passes. Excellent. Well, I'm glad we played that. We got rid of a bunch of stuff that we needed to pass along to you. Sputtering start, but then it finally kicked into gear. Most definitely. And we have uh, more things to uh, give out as well throughout the course of the morning. So we're going to take a break now. We're going to come back in a second. Big Jay Okerson on the program. When we return, he's got a new comedy special out on YouTube. We'll talk to him when we return. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop in and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoop in and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. Buy real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest, one of our friends, love, love, love having him on anytime. He's got Philly roots, and you should definitely see his new comedy special, which is available on YouTube. That's right. And it is called Dog Belly. Here we go, gang. The winner, Big Jay Okerson. Hey, 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 hey. Good morning, What's Jay. What's up, gang? Hey, man, it's good to see you. We're doing this via Zoom, by the way, so we've got uh, visuals here if you're streaming. Uh, nice to see you, man, wearing your uh, Eagles, you Eagles hat. Always nice. Yeah. I, hey, Kath, Hi. can you throw a little more emotion into that traffic? Or <laughs> I'm, what? I'm it's sorry. so cold. <laughs> Was it? It is kind of callous, isn't it? It's just cold. What if you're giving people terrible news? You're like, terrible 35-minute delays. Give a little, like, emotional, like, sympathy. Like, sorry if you got to go to work over at Evesham Road because <laughs> it's a mess over there. I think that's actually a good idea. Add a little a little drama to it might make people feel that they're being heard out there. Is that what you're saying, Jay? Yes. That's well, it just gives, like, it's like, hey, your day's ruined. Hey, you're going to be late for work. <laughs> right. It was like I the other care. day. They thought I said I didn't. I don't know what I said, but they thought I said in the goddamn traffic. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that turned into a little bit of a thing. So I, I can maybe do that for you. Are you ever, uh, what, what's a, what's a, an occupational hazard of being late for work if you're a comedian? Does that ever happen, Jay? You ever show up late for shows? I'll bet you don't. 
No, no. If you show up, especially on the road, if you show up late, it means you've missed a flight. Everything's upended by that point. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're screwed. I love this model with the uh, more and more people doing the YouTube uh, yeah. specials. And um, and I like the this aspect of it that you wanted to sort of say, okay, whatever your financial situation, if you'd like to donate, yeah. great. If not... And, I, you know, like I, there'll be a, like a, a show that I'll watch on YouTube or somebody who has a, a, a one-off or an interview or whatever, Jay, and you have the option to donate. And I find that if I really enjoyed it or whatever, yeah, I'm, I'm moved to, uh, to, to Sensi. Um, has anyone else that you know used this model for a special like this? And how does it work? Does it yield usually more or less than what is expected? Significantly less. And, uh, <laughs> oh well, there goes my theory. <laughs> no, it's it's nice. It's uh, I I wouldn't have done it. Ari Shafir, who of course helped me produce, executive produce this uh, with me. Um, I was able to put in the comments that I think it's tacky to ask for money like that. Yes, but Ari Shafir says I have to. Okay, so <laughs> you know, do it. I, I think it's I think it's a cool idea and 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 so when you watch if you know obviously people are going to love it and donate a little bit but and Ari directs as well does he not? No, no. Eric Abrams directed it, but Ari was like involved in every possible way he could be. I got you. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, the the money donation is such a funny thing too because uh, I. I'm surprised anyone's done it because I wouldn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Jay, let me if ask you. They're like, it's free, but you could pay for it. I'll be like. Somebody could. <laughs> well, at a certain point, you'll make money off of it through, like, advertising through through YouTube ads, right? Maybe the ultimate goal is you make money through ticket sales when more people kind of find out about it. That's, that's the uh, ultimate goal of it. Um, uh, Casey, what are we doing with this Eagle stuff when it's Sixers season, bro? Well, no, I'm wearing a Delco thing right now. Uh, hey, oh, my God. Well, because I couldn't wear green yesterday because they were playing the... Um, this like, Celtics, wait a minute! Yeah. I, I thought you stopped doing that, dude. It got even worse, Preston. So, so Jay, I oh ha- you have a complete one eighty. I, I, I know I have an illness, oh. but uh, so I picked uh, my daughter up from track practice last night. We're going home, and I'm like, listen, we need to get ice cream because my daughter wants ice cream. I said uh, we can get anything except for mint chocolate chip. <laughs> She's like, why not? I go because it's green and the and the Sixers are playing the Celtics. <laughs> okay, no, so you're, you're raising kids right. You're doing oh, good. Parents. After after the Super Bowl, Casey. Vowed he's going to stop this because it's insanity. Yeah, I don't like living this way. Right. Well, uh, listen. You're a passionate fan, Jay. I, obviously, do, sure. do, do you you employ? I, I think we. I know we've talked to you about this sort of stuff before. But what's your level of superstition? Oh, it's crazy. I went around uh, yesterday afternoon and smashed all the green lights in town. <laughs> in New York. And look what happened. Across, across quite a traffic mix-up. Kathy could have used you out here. <laughs> Jay, uh, one of the last times I saw you in person um, was at a Sixers playoff game last yeah. year, and uh, which was really cool. I think it was Embiid's first game back. Obviously, he yeah. didn't play last night. Uh, I love seeing, and, and, and back me up on this, how excited Knicks fans get uh, knowing that their team is probably not going to advance anyway. It's really enjoyable for me to see Knicks fans get excited and then watch the Knicks lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They really thought they were going to do it. It's uh, They basically made a cakewalk for the Heat. Oh, it's frustrating. Um, <laughs> wait, is that the play? They're playing the Heat, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's... Um, Living in New York, it's always short-lived here. Nothing <laughs> ever goes really, really good. I, I would tell you this. Like, for years, I was born and raised in, in New York. And, and um, 
I, 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 I said many times before, I, 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 it's sort of this, this split that always goes because there's so many teams that I've never felt the level of at least fandom and focus that I feel down here. And I'm there, as I said before many times, there's a, you get what you get and you got to stick with it. And that's really it. And I think that generates a purer fan. Do you agree? No, it very much does. The problem in New York's all 85% of the tickets sold are guys with tucked in suit shirts and stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's corporate. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's all corporate. I've met, you can go to a, you can go to a Giants game. I've done this before. I'm not even allowed like a smack talker at games, but I was inspired to at a Giants game, Giants Eagles, because no one there's talking smack because everyone's there. Uh, you know, hosting uh, <laughs> Japanese businessmen they brought into town or something. No one really cares that much. True. Well, I, I would love to hear what your smack talk is like because I got to tell you, your crowd work is second to none. There, there are a lot of uh, uh, comedians out there that I enjoy their their crowd work. Like uh, Mark Norman, I think is really good, he, and he's getting quicker and and he's sure. pretty dialed in with a lot of current events and stuff like that. But I just love how you work with the crowd. But what I really love. Is um is I don't necessarily know if any of it is um pre-planned, pre-written jokes, or if it's just all all off the cuff. Yeah, no, the crowd works off the cuff always. Yeah. So like, For is sure. it great when a guy's chair just happens to break and he falls on the ground in the middle of your set? Yeah, that was a real <laughs> gift from God. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, it was also a real self-reflective moment in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Explain what happened for those who are unaware. Uh, during the show, uh, we uh, I had the, the beautiful by-chance situation of a, a large man. I just watched slowly, his, heads, his head silhouette just slowly went down and never popped back up. And then I realized uh, during the show that... His chair had broke under his weight, uh. and because he was such a wonderful fan and completely yelled at by Ari Shafir to not make any kind of, like, disturbance during the show, that he was going to just accept sitting Indian style. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> on a broken chair on the floor. Wow. People stared at him. And then uh, it could have just been a quiet thing that was resolved on its own, but I drew a lot of light to it. <laughs> and then it was a real confusing <laughs> a confusing emotional time for me because my biggest nightmare would be that a chair breaks and everybody knows. Right. And this guy's chair break, and I assured that everybody knew. <laughs> you delivered your own nightmare to him. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. I am your evil thing. <laughs> I'm your ring. <laughs> wow. That's great. That's great. So, well, I, I do see, and I don't know, I was asking Casey before we were coming on, the, the Crowd Ultra Awards... Best live comic of 2023. Has that taken place yet? You were nominated, and did you win that? They said I won, but I only found out in that article that also had a lot of bad information about the special. <laughs> yeah, there's all, there's all sorts of weird stuff that I'm like, you, you can never trust that you're reading a lot of these what things. What is this thing? So I've never heard of the Crowd Ultra Awards yeah. Best Live Comic of 2023, but apparently it has some sort of um, uh, gravitas to it. I don't know. I, I haven't received my placard yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> that means you, you, that's how you know you won. You get a plaque. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, next year, I'm going for an honorary doctorate from Temple. We'll just <laughs> give those out to molesters, even. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why well, not? You can hang it up on the wall behind you. You got a lot of stuff back there. I'm trying to figure out, and for anybody watching on the YouTube stream, you have a giant C on your wall. I, I can't figure out what the C is for. Christine, my girlfriend, oh, okay. <laughs> she's right. up there. There you go. She really took, um, she really took dominating uh, <laughs> yeah. stake over the little studio area here. 
Do, is, uh, is, is this your, your 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 area? I mean, you you can kind of this is you have free reign over this room. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff over there. I don't know if you see here. That's a a high society uh, porno magazine that's featuring a naked Barbara Streisand. Wow! Ah. I didn't even know that happened. She's <laughs> in high society. I had no idea. Uh, yeah. And High Society. That was one of the few. That was one of the several porno magazines I would collect as a young boy. Yeah, like We. Oh, Gallery. absolutely. And then there were well, the We We magazine. <laughs> I always say this. I don't think I've told this in the show before. When I was young, my mom had me pretty young, <laughs> so she was a young mom, and she was a size like zero with big, huge Jewish boobs. <laughs> and when uh, she would walk around when I was younger with a, this T-shirt tucked in all the time. That was just, I mean, stretched out across her torso. Uh, the we uh, O U I, yeah, we with the trademark on it. So I found that, of course, when I was a teenager, that the shirt she's been wearing my whole life is We Magazine, and I I asked her about it, oh, no. and she said, "Oh yeah, when um when I was younger, they asked me if I would like pose for the magazine." And I thought about it for a while because they said it would only be in France, I think, or Europe. At <laughs> <No. laughs> that old point. And she said, I thought about it, but uh, when it came down to it, I was worried about your grandparents ever finding out. And so I didn't do it. And then I was like, and then they just gave you the shirt? That doesn't sound right. <laughs> right? It sounds like the shirt's what they throw you when you're done. Like, yeah. Right, right. Clean yourself up. And if it fits, you can keep it. So have we determined the, if she actually followed through at any level or no? Well, she's, uh, if uh, I'd like to believe she's been lying about it for years. And that, yes, there is pornography of my mother somewhere overseas. <laughs> what was the other one? Cherry? Yeah. Is another Cherry one? Was yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cherry was one. Hang on. Those were all similar. They weren't quite hustler level, but they no. were close. But Jay, yeah. if you were to, if you came to find out that your mother did indeed pose topless mm -hmm. for this magazine, would you want to see the picture? Uh, I take a peek, see what she's working with. No, but from an objective level. I know. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> might answer some questions about your own personality. You never know. Very possible. I, well, well I, I definitely. I had a single mom growing up for a long time too, so I got far too much naked shots of my mom. <laughs> Let me ask I was you. Very comfortable about it. So wow. she's a looker, and this happened with me. My mother, you know, had entered a, a couple of beauty things and. Uh, you know, she she passed when I was younger, but when I would walk around when I was a teenager and I had girlfriends, people would report back to my girlfriend at the time that I was out with a blonde and it was my mom. <laughs> uh, and did, did you ever have a similar situation? No, it just it strikes me that like I didn't think about it when I was younger, but people were always okay to come to my house, and I assume that's because my mom was in her twenties with massive cans. Right, <laughs> it certainly helps. Now yeah. you can go. You can get the kids happy because you make some good cookies when they come by, yeah, or you could be a model for We Magazine. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she would walk in with uh, cupcakes for my birthday, I'd be like, "Man, these these boys in my class are pretty stoked on these cupcakes." <laughs> God damn, these are great, great cupcakes. Oh, uh, so she wow. so she was in her twenties. Wow, man, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I wanted and, to ask, and uh, she was out there dating. She mm. was dating all right. Oh. Were, were you were you the um, were you the protective son who you know wouldn't tolerate a lot of these guys if she was dating or did they have to no. win you over? No, you were good. No, I was her fat son. If you got me McDonald's, I'll let you do whatever you want in that living room. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
And I kind of knew the, the role. It's like, grab your ice cream and I'll let you do what you want to do. <laughs> you had a and good... I'm like, and I'll tell you this, she's good to go, bro. Oh, <laughs> my God. Wow. You, you were a McDonald's pimp. <laughs> yeah. 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 My actual, my stepfather's uh, and mother's story of, like, meeting is a crazy, like, my mom dating a bunch Story. She used to go to. Do you guys remember Carney's in Philly by any chance? No, there was a Carney's down in Cape May. Uh, Carney's was a club. It was. It's pretty much across the street from where you guys are now on a uh, city yeah. line. City yeah. line, really? It's now. It's like. Uh, it's like the lobby of something. It's like a chiropractic office. Like Peacock. <laughs> yes. Really? Exactly where that is? You're right there. Yeah, it was a little like a wow. club called Carney. And my mom used to go on ladies' night Wednesday nights. And I guess she had met my stepfather there one night, brought him home. What a piece of garbage. She brought him home. You know, as I say it back now, it makes me angry. (laughs) Brought this guy home. Sure, he's been my stepfather for 30 years, but she brought him home. (laughs) Uh, That night, I was gone. I was staying at my grandmother's house a couple blocks away. And while she was, uh, (laughs) he came upstairs to the house. Christ only knows what was going on. But then... A few things happened. My mom used to also hang out with a couple of police officers. Okay. Uh, you know, listen, she was a single mom. She had to keep us safe. She throw it around to keep a little extra protection on the house. Why not? Oh, my God. So this police officer used to hang out. His signal that he was going to ring the bell, I guess, was he'd shine like the light into the window. Okay. Like from the, we were on the top floor of a good apartment, a duplex, and he would shine the light in. And then ring the doorbell a few minutes late. Oh. Guess he, he would do that to like not worry her, or okay. almost like you know, like you know, get ready, it's me. Put yourself get ready. Up. Yeah. yeah, I got McDonald's <laughs> in one hand and condoms in the other. So he shine yeah. the light from the car. Yeah. You said, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got three minutes to get soaked. So, <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> so uh, he shined the light, and I guess, I guess, in the time he shined the light to parking, he got a call. He didn't come over. And my mom was going to ignore the bell anyway because my to-be new stepfather was over. (laughs) And, you know, look, say what you will about her uh, promiscuities. She's a one-guy-at-a-time gal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At least in the continental U.S. Uh, I've heard some stories about the Bahamas that make me question things. But while she was... You don't know. But while... uh, So he didn't answer. And then the doorbell did ring. Because another guy she went on a date with also happened to show up. Wow. On the same night. My poor step-pop to be is probably just trying to get some, you know, get the business going. <laughs> and now everything nonstop, he's got to be like, this lady's really got a, a, you know, a real kiosk here of, uh, of entertainment. Everyone's coming by. The person who's ringing the doorbell now is a guy she went on one date with who I guess was a raging alcoholic. Mm. Nice. And he came over and just rang the bell late night. She didn't enter again because she thought it was the police officer and she was with my stepfather. Eventually, they heard a smash of a window. And this guy, who she went on one date with, who was out of his mind, punched through the window pane of the door. Oh, oh wow. Sliced his arm to pieces. Slow. Bled the whole way up the two, whatever, I guess, three flights of stairs. 
And then, you know, my mom, they opened the door, and then they had to, like, patch this guy up. And wow. the police and ambulance were called, and they ended up taking the guy to the hospital. So, hey, did, did that same cop show up uh, with the, yeah. the police? No. Okay. I know. They get wink at each other. Yeah. yeah. So totally. let me get this straight. Uh-huh. Your, your mother and this and your soon-to-be stepfather are sharing a quiet evening upstairs watching mm-hmm. Barnaby Jones or whatever. And this guy yeah. punches through the glass and comes up bleeding. And this yeah. is the, the, the first date your mom has had with your stepfather. It's not even a date. He pulled him out of a out of a, a club, <laughs> <laughs> a dance club. Pulled him it out. Was okay, a pure hookup. Okay, wow. Um, so my stepfather, uh, being like cool, like they patched the guy up as best they can and call the ambulance, and they said they take the guy away, and it's all settled down. Did my mom still do something with him afterwards? Probably. <laughs> but I know that I came home. This is my first meeting of my stepfather, who I love. has been my family now forever. Sure. Uh, I have three siblings, uh, you know, with him and my mom. And he, uh, I remember coming home, seeing the busted window, following a trail of dried blood up the stairs, and then opening the door to my stepfather wearing a tank top and jeans, smoking a cigarette in the living room, and he just goes, sup? (laughs) That was Joe. He's 27 years old. Wow. That is wild, man. Yeah. That's a great... Well, listen, that's it's not a, a provincial Brady Bunch story, but it's it's pretty badass. When did you get the it whole story? Out, it worked out enough that my mom doesn't come off like a complete whore. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get this whole story? You didn't get it that day. That day. <laughs> yeah. Did you really? Wow. Well, you have to explain the dried blood. She was only can concoct so many stories of the different things that had to go on. Right. Yeah, yeah. It'd also be more terrifying if she was like a psychomaniac broke in and <laughs> we, you know, don't worry, we thwarted it. We're, we're not safe here. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so, but with you as, as a mom, was she more, was she more um, a, a liberal or, or was there an, an element of, con, you know, a conservative approach to, to being a mom to you? What was her, what was her no. parenting when style? Was, when she's young, it was... But that liberal was like the wrong. We were just broke. Yeah. And she was very young. So I stayed a lot at my grandparents' house, which kind of gave me some like structure, like day to day structure and stability. Oh, wow. Like my mom's house, we had a lot of uh, spaghetti with butter. (laughs) (laughs) But at my my mom's house, there would be an omelet with like a happy face of ketchup on it (laughs) and like, you know, a glass of orange juice and a glass of milk, (laughs) a sweet and low packet with my uh, Rice Krispies. So it was either. We were living like, uh, I mean, at my mom's house, we would literally scrape through the couch cushions to find change to order food. And at my grandmother's house, I'm sitting like a little, like, bitchy prince boy. <laughs> Where's my orange juice cup? <laughs> That's wild. Why just... is this smiley face not smiley enough on my omelet? <laughs> and and just, just, blocks of, just blocks apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, two blocks wow. apart. That's crazy. Um, if you're just jumping in, Big J's on with us. Uh, he's got a new special, uh, Dog Belly, which is out on uh, YouTube, so make sure you uh, check that out when you get the opportunity. I, I know you guys talk. I didn't hear it yet, but on Legion of Skanks, you guys had a chance to dive into um, the Bam Margera story a little bit. I didn't know if you yeah. knew him. It seems like you guys might semi-run in some of the same circles. Do you know Bam? No, the only me and Ron Bennington got to interview him at that Philly Comic-Con a few years ago. Yeah. And I can see that was the beginning already of, like, I was like, wow, Bam Margera's put on weight. That's strange. 
Uh, and I was like, oh, man, Bam Margera talks a mile a minute. That's strange. Mm. Bam yeah. Margera is not really listening when we're talking and just kind of staring off. That's mm. odd. And then uh, and then I saw the beginning kind of all the problems sort of un- unfolding. It's a bummer. Have you guys had him on the show before? Oh, I did oh, for yeah. years. He's a for friend 20, of the show. 25 yeah. years we've been talking to Bam, yeah. Really? That's yep. a shame. He's just uh, it's in a bad place. I, I know Steve-O oddly pretty well. Yeah, and, uh, and he reeled, reeled it in, got it together, tried to help out him, and we were like, we, we thought for sure if anybody could enlighten him or bring him around, that it would be Steve-O. You know, it's a difficult, it's uh, Artie Lang, dare I say, I have the same thing mm. for where I see somebody in like all this kind of trouble and and a little bit of self-imposed like stuff they're doing, the, but I feel like this weird sympathy and sadness and understanding of like depression and no, yeah, I get and it, loss and all this stuff. But then there also comes a point like Artie Lang, same thing. I had to get it to a point where I was like, I don't know. I think more than he's bummed about whatever he's bummed about. I think he likes heroin more right than that. So- I think it's become that. And I, same thing with Bam. It's like I, you feel for him because you know a bunch of crazy things, but you know pull it together. You're an adult. Can I ask you, sorry, so concerning Artie Lang, and we were just talking about this because we've had Artie in on the show, and uh, I've always been a big fan, and, and he had, you know, he had the, the, the cartilage in his nose collapse and all that stuff, and it, it yeah. seemed like, you know, you, you, you know, there was a point where he was cutting himself to bleed out to sort of get the effects of what it was like to be high. It was his No, that's, just that's not true. Oh, that's is it? Tr- no, I'll tell you what's, this is. <laughs> yeah, please, because that's in funny. the book. I know, but. So me and you may have made the same mistake here. So I was working with Artie a decent amount. I, I was big admirer of Artie, and I left him on Stern and everything. So yeah. I was excited to start working with him, and I I did a few gigs with him opening. He was so generous, sweet, just a great guy, and I was having a great time. Very shortly, like after I started doing that, is when he did this. He he cut himself uh, nine times. He stabbed himself in an attempt to kill himself. It seemed. And it was sad and very depressing for me because I felt this kind of kinship to him, and it bummed me out. And then he came back, you know, whatever it was, a year or two later, kind of pumped, jumped back into the scene in New York, and I would see him. And then uh, we didn't really talk about it at all. You know, it was like in the press, right. some of the stuff, but me and him didn't talk about it personally. I didn't know how to bridge the conversation. So his book came out not long after that where he tells the story, and he tells the story of, stabbing himself very early in the book surprisingly early i thought like the third or fourth chapter was this whole story and something about that he describes him being in such a state of psychosis that he was just trying to bleed out a little bit to like uh like be tired he wanted to go to sleep because he was paranoid and going through all these delusions that he thought maybe if he bled out that he would somehow like fall asleep and get this over with and uh, this feeling over with. And I was, that made me happy in some way to be like, oh, you know what? It wasn't that I didn't see a guy who was like that desperate and trying to kill himself. Right. You know, it made me feel, I was like, oh, you know what? It was just like a psychosis. It wasn't like a, a wanting to die. And that made me happy in some way. So one day I was, uh, I, I, was, I had a, maybe a few more pages left to read of this book. And it's I a cra- at, crash and burn, right? There's the name of the book. Yeah, yeah. I see him at the comedy cellar one night, and I and I'm the first time I feel like the kind of the gumption to talk to him about this because I thought it was good news, and I was like, "Hey, Artie, I just just like reading the book." Uh, I said, "I'm tearing through it. I got a few more pages left." 
and I say, um, I go, I was actually very happy to read, man, that like what you did was kind of like more like drug induced psychosis than like a, a sad desperation, like, you know, like, like suicidal desperation. I go, I was really, really happy to read that. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, you didn't finish the book yet. And I go, no, nah, just a few more pages. And he was like, why would you stop there? Uh, with like three pages left. And I was like, I was just, you know, when I finished taking a dump this morning, <laughs> I think I'll catch the rest tomorrow. And uh, he goes, oh, he goes, you should read the whole thing. And I went home kind of like, well, that was weird. And I, and of course, like the last three pages, he goes, I lied earlier in this book. On that day, I was definitely trying to kill myself. Wow. And I, yeah. Dude, he wrote I, a head fake into his own book. I I, I read the book. I completely missed that part. Yeah, the very last few pages goes, I was lying. I was trying to kill myself. Oh, Jesus. My God. Well, so, so Bam, we just, the, the issue with Bam, and, and to Preston's point, knowing him all these years, when Ryan Dunn died, it was a massive hit on him. And then he is, he, he said it, he, we all know it, he's bipolar, at least at some level, and, and has been having to deal with that. But we were... We've been wondering if, if you know, like um, like a David Crosby incarceration sort of thing is the only way. I don't think you can do a lot of these facilities. Like Lamar Odom has reached out. He's apparently has treatment facilities. I don't think anything on that level where you can sort of check yourself out is going to get it done. No, it's not. Yeah, like he can't do it on his own at this point. Mm-mm. Are yeah. we all surprised, though, how much he is looking like his father? You, you never go. saw that coming. And that was always yeah, something that, that he was... He was Fearful of, yeah. Fearful of. of, of Someone look, told me that. Yes. Someone said that surprisingly, he goes, you wouldn't think that, but they said on, on breaks from, uh, like, Jackass, when they would not be filming, like, he was a guy who was, like, always doing, like, crunches and something just because he was very worried about yeah. getting, like, uh, heavy like that. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, it like, is. to skate and stuff like that's tougher to skate when you, you know, have all that extra poundage on and stuff, so. Huh. Hey, I've um, always had I've always had the poundage, so I don't know how to skate. <laughs> yeah. You made your decision, yeah. Uh, no, but, <laughs> hey, did you ever see that giant, he's a big fat dude who does... Like springboard diving, have you seen any of that footage on like TikTok or or Instagram or anything like that? Dude's probably I, pushing three hundred, doing like one and a half with with full twists and stuff. No off diving boards. Oh, yeah, I've uh, seen this dude. He, he goes to I the need to um, see that. he goes to the, the the trampoline places. Yeah, and does it as oh, well. I've seen that person. Yeah, the trampoline think, one I've seen. I think that's the same dude. Is it the same? I guy? think he's training for those dives. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> you you should actually you should have seen me off the diving board. <laughs> was, you, were you beautiful? Were you like a young Greg Luganis? I was like fat. Uh, prepubescent Greg Luganis. <laughs> yes, but but that moniker's been bandied about for years. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what was your the Greg uh, Luganis video? Yeah. <laughs> what was your ride home from, like uh, from the Super Bowl? Uh, just uh, I said that that was a lesson learned too. Thank God, Burt Kreischer paid for every bit of it. <laughs> uh, 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 would have been soul crushing. Uh, but it was just like when I left that game seven uh, when Ben Simmons passed up the dunk. Oh it's, my God! You leave. It's the same feel. You go and there's so much promise and excitement in the air. Yeah. And then you just leave the same way you'd leave any game where they just lost. Like, this sucks. This game's <laughs> stupid anyway. Yeah. What do I care so much for? I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There you go. That's the, what that's do I care so much for? The deflating part of sports and, and why it is it, it, within just seconds it can be, oh, just like any other day. I awarded, uh, avoided wearing red for an entire week leading up to the <laughs> Super Bowl. And uh, what did I will say... I will say this, though, going to the Super Bowl, I was surprised 
because it's, you know, both teams are there and also people who just go and a lot of corporate dollars and tickets also, the energy is not as awesome as just going to any Sunday game at the link. Really? Okay. It's better to be, like, with all the people that, you know I mean? It's more of a communal event. That feels like you were, like, uh, going to, like, a movie premiere or something. I could see that. Yeah, but it's also kind of like when you see somebody in basketball that has 5,000 is the risk of failing out. They don't, like, go as hard because they don't want to fail out. So, like, when you've spent Mm -hmm. thousands of dollars on a ticket, you're like, okay. I got to make sure that I remain in these seats the entire time because I don't want to get kicked out for anything silly or stupid. I don't want to get, you know, too crazy. <laughs> what was funny at the Super Bowl was I think because Bert and Shane and Mark Norman are the other two uh, three people that's Bert took me, Shane, Mark to this uh to this event and what was funny was because those guys performed together so much Several times, the three of them were noticed, and the people just thought I was some guy hanging out with them. <laughs> and that came down. So at one point, a guy was walking up, the, you know, like up to the stairs to go out to the like concourse, and he goes by, and he was like, "Oh man," he was like, "He's like Mark Norman, Shane Gillis, uh, Burke Christ." He goes, three of the best to ever do it." Then he's <laughs> fawning over them, which I'm just kind of like, "Fine, I could just stare forward and not make it a weird thing." Mm-hmm. And then uh, about 15 minutes later, he comes back. He's got uh, three Bud Light tall boys <laughs> and definitely uh, a Michelob Ultra tall boy for himself. Okay. That was his choice for sure. And then he goes, he goes, he goes for the three funniest men in the world. And he hands a Bud Light to Bert. He hands one to Shane and he hands one to Mark. And because I just happened to look over and I think he just realizes in that moment that I'm with them. Yeah. He shrugs his shoulders and gives me his Michelob Ultra. Oh, he goes, and here for your slow friend. Oh. <laughs> well, memories. I took it. I took it. I took yeah, it. I yeah, it. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> I'm like, Thank you. I'm their friend. The thirty dollar Mick Ultra. This there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Um, uh, question, Jay. We're looking at your um, at your Instagram. You're going to be in town in November. Do I see? Yes, indeed. Going nice. to be at the live casino. Oh, excellent. Very cool. First time. First time doing it. Yeah, so I'm excited. That's a good room. It's a really good room, and they're, they're getting more comedy into it. So, yeah, it's a terrific. big room, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. And so this whole tour that you're doing, um, is this a mixture of clubs and theaters, or is this all theaters? Well, it's kind of all over the place. My own things, like, well, for mostly clubs, then a couple theaters. We have the first, for the first time ever... Legion of Skanks is doing a, uh, we're doing a mini tour, three cities, uh, New Hampshire, Foxwoods, and uh, the Wilbur Theater in Boston, which is beautiful. I mean, not this week, because F the Celtics. Yeah. So generally, the Wilbur Theater's Boston, a beautiful yeah. place. Yeah. Um, Actually, I, so, saw, yeah. I saw a tell at the Wilbur in, uh, gosh, from five, six years ago, something like that. It's great old theater. I loved it. It's a beautiful, beautiful room. Yeah. And I'm doing, but I'm, I'm going out with uh, me. Tim Dillon, Shane Gillis, and Nick Mullen are doing uh, two arenas. We're doing oh. Charleston, South Carolina, but we're doing Hershey, PA, actually, in a couple weeks. Oh, cool. That's uh, what will be happening at the end of this month. If you do the- uh, the theater stuff with the, the Legion of Skanks, do you do do you, you guys all perform, and do you sit down and sort of yeah, do the podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah we'll thing? do the podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. more like interactive, playing with the crowd. Oh, that's great. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, nice. it's a lot more fun. We'll do a, a, a small, like, stand-up element to it. But then all of a sudden, then I'm doing Burke Kreischer's fully loaded tour again this summer. So awesome. it's going to be all over the place at these baseball stadiums. Nice. It's insane. Nice. It's awesome. All right. Well, listen, brother. Weird. 
We got to wrap, but I uh, want to point people in the direction of Dog Belly. It's a new Big J Okerson special. It's on YouTube. You know, it's, it's going to be great. It is great. I watched it. It's awesome. Uh, Thank and you, man. you can uh, and and you can throw some money Jay's yeah. way if you like. And yeah. uh, you're allowed to. Yeah, yeah. you're you know, certainly. Do you know what to. I also found out about Venmo? You could also request money. So <laughs> every time I see a large number, it's because someone goes. Uh, it'll be like, you know, Tim gave you $20, says great special, so-and-so gave $10, and then it'll be like, Rick has requested $300. (laughs) (laughs) It goes both ways. It goes both ways. I didn't know that. Uh, Love that. Oh, my God, that's the best. That just keeps you level-headed. Yeah. That's right, yeah, because he grounded. Yeah, yeah. You're the guy with the Michelob. Yeah. All right, dude. We'll catch up again soon. It's always great to talk to you, Jay. Thanks I love for you guys. We love you so much. You, right, you got a big Jay Okerson, yeah. guys. And he's the best. And Casey's right. His, his crowd work is second to none. Well, you know, uh, we've seen it. We've seen video of it. We've seen it in person. He just is the best at just just going at it all three exactly because yeah. and he's one he there's a small cluster of and there's some very talented people that need to flick a switch he's funny intrinsically yeah. he is always yeah he's that got way. funny bones he, yep. as they say you know all right we will take a break i want uh, you to have a chance to win and tickets uh so that's why you're gonna stick around right because we have mmr's concert cash uh coming up at uh 10 o'clock we also have announcement around 10 o'clock as well. Bizarre file stories to fill in all of that too. We'll be back in a moment. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. Fans of the Weekend Planner, select the Pierre Robert Show page. Hear a song during the workforce blocks you like but can't name? Select recently played songs to show on your app feed. Want the MM Archives podcast on your radar? Just customize so it shows where you want it. Look for Marissa's app hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. We got a couple minutes before uh, we hit the official uh, concert cash keyword. I had said I'd used a word uh, leading up to uh, Kathy's traffic. I said behoove. Yes. Every now and then a word will just pop up in my head and I'll throw it out there. Uh, but sometimes I have a memory associated with it when it happens. Just uh, for whatever. So what for behoove? Uh, uh, Aldo Rain, Brad Pitt's character in um, uh, Inglorious Bastards. He says behoove. At what point, I don't remember exactly where that is. I'm going to have to go back and watch the movie again to remember where it says, behoove me. <laughs> Do you know what it triggers in me? What? An old SNL bit where it, it'll behoove you to check your uvula. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was Chevy Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and Gil Radner, right. I remember that. Um, I saw, since we have a minute to play with here, I saw uh, an interesting interview with uh, Quentin Tarantino the other day and and he brings up that Alderaan and and some of the things that he puts in his movies that he purposely has no context for and yeah. he does that because he says that it makes part of the movie your movie you've written it into the script and so um, that character that Brad Pitt plays has a rope burn around his neck yeah it's never explained right and he's like I don't want to tell you what that is <laughs> You make up what that is. That's great. And therefore, the movie is now original to you than to anyone else. And similar thing with the 
shining gold thing in Mar- Mar- it's never Marcellus Wallace's case. It never explained. You decide what right. that is. I'm like, that's freaking but, brilliant. And what, and what possibly, what possibly could cause that kind of light? When you open a case, it's yeah. actually... It's Marcellus Wallace's soul. Yeah. Well, but it's it, what some people think. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that it escaped through the Band-Aid on the back of his head. Like, what was that Band-Aid on the back of his yeah. head? But but Quentin put those things in there on purpose for you to make up your own mind and to write your own little part of the story. I love it. It's outstanding. Yeah. I love that. I, every time Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is on, that's... I mean, I love his films, clearly. But that movie just sits in a, in a space... I adore that film, and I hope he continues to make more because he gets better and better as he moves along. Is there anything that comes to mind in that movie that's unexplained well, that, that you uh, might have to add, fill in your own gaps to? I can't think of anything. There are things that stand out to me that are kind of weird. That I, And the one thing, if I'm just going to take it on a, on a <laughs> Rorschach level, is uh, the scene where DiCaprio is, is getting ready to shoot his scene for the Western, the, uh, the series, and he has a styrofoam cup. And he just throws it down, and then like it's it's completely clean around him, and he just throws it down. And I think there's that's supposed to mean something, okay? Though it could just simply be he's being he's littering, mm-hmm. but I think it's supposed to mean something. It might then then maybe he wants you to make that up right, in your mind, right? You know, to, and to so create, that, create a little backstory why he did that. And on know? that level, it worked. Huh? It gives you more ownership of the movie. I got. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. It's really unique. It's cool. All right, we've killed enough time. It's ten o'clock. Here we go. MMR's concert cash. Now, here's your concert cash keyword. Yeah, that word is sound. S O U N D. And you're going to have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and you can do it through the contest page at WMMR.com. Uh, you can do it on the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in this cup contest, and all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRQ Saturday, September 16th. And tickets are on sale now for that show. And winners will get a call from Beasley, so make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com. For MMRBQ details, text the word 539333, and we'll send you a link to the information. It is sponsored by MindKey. Again, the word is sound, S-O-U-N-D, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. All right, should we do our announcement? Yeah, whatever you want to do. I'll be ready for you. Do it. Um, You're doing it. I'm hoping. Do it. Okay. Let's do it after the B file. All right, Casey says do it after the B Just file. Do it. Uh, because it'll give us a little time for people to enter the 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 the, the, the keyword. Just do it. And then okay, <laughs> we can't. We gotta wait. Really? Yeah. Just do it. Shia, I know you're excited. He's very excited. Hang on. But it shows how, how effective your pre-sale is. So this gives us a little bit of time for people to, to text the word concert keyword over, and then we'll come back with that announcement and your chance to uh, win the ticket. So, hey, I'll do the bizarre file, right? I can do that, right? You <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by CSB Media Arts Center, trained for a career in broadcast media, web development, social media marketing, and filmmaking at CSB Media Arts Center, Cherry Hill. And you can go to CSB.com. That's CSB.com. Back off, word out. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Just do it. All right. A man is recovering from injuries after he stopped several suspects from trying to steal the catalytic converter from his car. While he was inside of it. That's brazen. 
Francisco Medrano said that uh, he was having trouble sleeping, so he drove down the street to get some fast food early Saturday morning. Francisco, that's fun to say. Uh, He says that he came back and was eating in his driveway when he heard a car pull up behind him outside of his home. He said, I heard a grinding noise and a lookout uh, in the passenger mirror, and I just see two legs under my car. So I jumped (laughs) <laughs> so I, I jumped out. Uh, the legs belonged to a suspect. He later learned was trying to steal the catalytic converter from under his Jeep Grand Cher- Cherokee. Uh, he says it's unfortunately not the first time that he'd been the victim of a catalytic converter theft. He said, I always wondered what would happen if I caught somebody in the act, and I guess it happened. Um, Medrano has a camera on the side of the home, and it captured the incident. He got out of the car, encountered several suspects who became violent. He said, somebody stabbed me in the face with a sawzall. Oh, my God. I ended up pulling the saw out from the guy. Somebody in the back was hitting me with a pipe. Uh, Police said they took uh, Francisco's report. (laughs) What the hell was that? The pit crew. Oh. (laughs) Okay, play that again, please. I thought it was a video game. <laughs> it still works. Okay. I threw in Xena for some extra. Uh, they observed, uh, they took him to the hospital Saturday morning, observed these injuries, and transported him. And Madrano said that he wasn't armed, but his two dogs were with him and tried to go after the suspects who fled the area. He said he noticed four people all together. He said they, he was- said they tried to get the muffler, but they were exhausted. <laughs> oh! <Hey>! Yes! <laughs> he said He's he was very tired. Surprised. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Something like this happened while he was in his car, uh, but says that he believes that the suspects were equally as surprised. So, uh, A hyena, a warthog, and a porcupine walked into a den and decided to live together. Aww. Researchers discovered this novel phenomenon while monitoring animal dens at a wildlife preserve in Kenya. Uh, camera traps set up outside of five hyena dens. And it was soon observed that the uh, that two of the dens had three species dwelling in them. Seven hyenas, three warthogs, and two porcupines. Wow. I know what's coming. I've only had a clip for that. Resided in one of the hollows, while the other had 11 hyenas. Oh, six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. 11 hyenas, <laughs> six warthogs, and two porcupines. Is six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. The animals live together for months at a time, sometimes coming and going from the same entrance, just minutes apart from each other. Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. I think we've broken records with the number of clips we've played. (laughs) I think so. It's likely that uh, separate chambers inside of the dens allowed the creatures to keep some distance from one another. It's like an apartment complex. Absolutely. Sometimes you need some space. Meaning there were more uh, more neighbors than roommates. You stay on your side of the den. Uh, Still, even with some separation, it's not clear why the African animals, both predators and prey. Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. Elected to live in such close proximity to each other. The theory is that it may be based on a healthy respect for the threats presented by their mutually formidable weaponry, namely their tusks, teeth, and spikes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prey without similar defensive capabilities likely would not risk nearly being bedfellows with hyenas. Interestingly, the hyenas living with warthogs and porcupines did not appear to eat those species, while other hyenas at the study site did. It's interesting. Implying a peculiar type of prey selection. Uh, they also tended to be active at different times throughout the day, meaning that they weren't always in hollow at the same time. So they were kind of passing each other in the hallway. Yeah. You know. Hey, Ralph. 
Uh, hard soil in the region. <laughs> Were they punching in? During the dry season, likely also made digging the new dens difficult, which may have factored into the animal's decision to cohabitate. Uh, the trio of species appeared to bid adieu to one another when the rains came and the soil softened. Goodbye, and, goodbye. And, and end to the alliance. For some... nice. yes, so... Where did the rains come? In Africa? Uh, they did, <laughs> okay. yes. I blessed the rains. Okay, good. Down in Africa. <laughs> Not face the rains. Employees of a main restaurant got a surprise when they opened a large wooden crate that they thought was a shipment of mugs they had recently ordered. What was in it? Instead, they found a plastic tote that contained what law enforcement suspect is about 31 pounds of fentanyl, an estimated street value of $3 million. Jesus. The tote had a shipping label with the restaurant's address, but the name of someone who did not work there and employees who opened it saw what they thought looked like drugs, so they contacted police. Uh, the crate from Arizona that arrived in the main town was taken to the department, and a chemical field examination confirmed it was fentanyl. About an hour later, the man whose name was on the shipment showed up looking for the crate, and he was arrested. Uh, that was him. Jeremy Mercier was charged okay, buddy? with drug offenses and violating bail conditions. He is being held without bail, by the way. All right, and then one last story. All right. This is a pretty wild one. Uh, a woman trapped between two boulders on a 50-foot cliff was rescued after a hiker heard her yells for help, according to an Arizona fire department. The 20-year-old woman told fi- who told fire officials that uh, she was free climbing by herself mm-hmm. when her leg got twisted between two large boulders uh, was at Pinnacle Peak Park. Uh, the woman yelled for help as she tried to get herself out uh, for more, th- more than an hour and a half. And finally, another hiker heard her cries for help and called 911. Rescuers from the Scottsdale and Phoenix Fire Departments found the woman with a leg wedged between two large boulders. Uh, the fire department said responders then freed the woman from the boulders and before being taken to the hospital for non-life-threatening injuries, first responders treated her for dehydration. What was the story? 127 hours? Was yeah, that it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said, don't do that by yourself. Yes, do good idea. Go do that by yourself. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. All right. We can make the announcement now. This is for a show at the Wells Fargo Center. It will be Wednesday, November 29th. Tickets for this show will go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. We'll have all the details and pre-sale information at WMMR.com. And we are excited to announce that our friend, Bert Kreischer. Hey! Is going to be kicking off with. Is this supposed to be for that? All right. Is going to be kicking off with the Top Off World Tour. Tops Off. I'm sorry. There you go. Makes sense. He has his shirt off all the time. Tops Off World Tour. And so, like I said, complete details, including Thursday's pre sale and another chance to win tickets, will be at WMMR.com. We'll take caller 25 and we'll give you tickets to the show. Isn't that amazing? Look at look at the the, the career path, man. Yeah. and well deserved. Two one five two six three WMMR. He is a hard working man, absolutely, and he's just a great person. Yeah, you know we love him to death. So let's uh, set you up, caller number twenty five, uh, with those tickets. And uh, I'll reiterate: the show is going to be Wednesday, November 9th at the Wells Fargo Center. And tickets go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. How about that? That's awesome. What am I doing here, Case? I'm you sorry. Can give away a pair right now if you want. I did. I said oh, call 25. I wasn't paying attention. That's all good, bud. Cool. All right, so we'll set you up with those right now. And you also have uh, another chance to win tickets if you go to the website and get the information there. All right, with that, we will take another break. 
We'll come back. We're not done giving stuff away. Oh, no. Lesson question is coming up when we return. And those are tickets to Aerosmith. It is the farewell tour kicking off here in Philadelphia, by the way. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and WinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We just made an announcement that Burt Kreischer is going to be playing the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. The big, big room. Uh, and uh, tickets go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. Uh, through Wells Fargo Center for .com. There's a bunch of shows that are going on sale this Friday. Uh, so, <clears throat> we're happy. Sure, we'll talk to uh, Bert in the near future about all that good stuff uh, down the road. But we have a few other things to take care of right now. One of them being today's lesson question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks Aerosmith. Peace out. Farewell tour. 50th anniversary of Aerosmith. And this will be Saturday, September 2nd at the Wells Fargo Center. And the Black Crows are on that bill as well. That is a big one, too, right there. That is a great bill. Yep. So uh, the question that we will pose to you this morning is, the documentary Our Father on Netflix is a lot like which other show, but with semen. (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. You had to have heard it this morning. The documentary Our Father on Netflix is a lot like which other show, but with semen. 215-263-WMMR. If you happen to know the answer to that, you should call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Shock IT. Unfortunately, it's not a question of if your business will be hit by a cyber attack. It's a question, question of when. Be prepared by protecting your business with shockit.com. That's shockit.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, crazy town singer Shifty Shelshk was arrested for drunk driving early Monday morning. Shelshk was taken into custody and booked under his real name, Shiftens J. Shelshockleberg. <laughs> oh, my God. During a, <laughs> during a recent interview, Molly Ringwald claims to have turned down the role that eventually went to Julia Roberts in 1990's Pretty Woman. Ringwald claims the producers really wanted her and had been considering changing the title to Pretty in Pink, Two in the Stink. Oh, my oh. God. Hey. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. And finally, <laughs> it would have worked, right? And finally, Jude Law revealing that he stayed oh. in character as Captain Hook all throughout the filming of Peter Pan and Wendy. Many of the a- other actors on the set said it was amazing to watch Law make them hate him so much. <laughs> and that's your trash. All right, we're looking for an answer to this. The documentary Our Father on Netflix is a lot like which other show, but with semen. 215-263-WMMR. Let us go to Doug, see if we can get an answer. Hey, Doug, good morning. Hey, good morning, Preston. All right, Doug, though, the documentary Our Father, it's on Netflix and is a lot like what other show, but with semen. A tiger kick. Tiger yeah. kick. Yeah. You just got yourself tickets to see Aerosmith. It is the Peace Out Farewell Tour, 50th anniversary of Aerosmith, celebrating a lifetime of hits, Saturday, September 2nd. Wells Fargo Center with the Black Crows, and tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via wellsfargocenter.com. And you can text the word farewell to 39333, and we'll send you a link to the details, including pre-sale information and another chance to win tickets for MMR VIP, so do it. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. All right, uh, it's brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted expert since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your official source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. And you can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. We'll leave with this, and we spent a little bit of time talking about it this morning, but singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot died on Monday night. He was 84 years old, according to CBC. Uh, No cause of death was announced, uh, but Lightfoot had been in poor health in recent years. Uh, He had suffered an abdominal aneurysm. Um, best remembered for writing uh, some songs uh, and, and as a performer as well, but for writing wrote Early Morning Rain for Peter, Paul, and Mary. Oh, yeah, his his songwriting chops were formidable, and that's why he be, he ended up on the radar of Bob Dylan, and they, they both were mutually um, you know supportive of each other's careers. Uh, if you could read my mind, Carefree Highway, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, and this song... Sundown, which was a uh, one hit in 1974, by the way. I remember this album has Carefree Highway on it, which is actually my my favorite song on the album. But it's, um, and this is just a masterpiece. Yeah, if you could read my mind, what a beautiful song. Lyrically, and even like in the documentary, the uh, Rush members, Preston, were, were talking about how everything just. Like yeah. that he, locked. It was, he, he had kind of like that Harry Chapin. Yeah, just could make could could use it, uh, minimal words yeah. and and create an image, convey or, so much, uh, get a message across by just making it come together. And a, and a Gordon Lightfoot love song w- <laughs> approached it always in a different way. Yeah, just different enough to make you go wow. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know Jim Croce kind of had that same uh, yeah. ability. Yeah. Well, some f- super talented uh, songwriters. Uh, the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald will be forever one of my all-time favorites. The interesting thing about Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, as far as uh, music constructed, is there's no real chorus to the song. No, it is a story told to music. That's and all I, it is. Yeah. And I want to say it's only like three chords. Yeah. And it's they're they're repeated the same way over and over and over and over. Yet it's a really compelling catchy song. Uh, there's a documentary about Gordon Lightfoot came out in 2019 called If You Could Read My Mind. It's terrific. And uh, it was directed by Martha Keo and uh, Joan Tos- uh, Tosani. 
and featured uh, interviews from uh, Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson of Russ. Uh, Steve Earle, you said Bob Dylan's in it, right? Bob Dylan, in fact, Bob Dylan, he got Bob Dylan to come out uh, when he was inducted. I believe it was the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame or something like that. But, you know, usually you go and you present stuff uh, to Dylan on, on his behalf for winning stuff. But Dylan came out for this. Uh, Slaughlin is in it, Alec Baldwin, you know, a lot of famous people with roots in Canada, uh, which he remained a, uh, a citizen of from what I've read. And I also read he had, he had a severe like alcohol problem. He did. He beat, and, he beat the alcohol. Well, a doctor came to yeah. him and said, you are going to die. You're going to die. Uh, you're going to have uh, cirrhosis. Like, uh, he was that close. And, and, like, he quit that day, cold turkey. One thing he did not quit was he had a, uh, he smoked a lot. Okay. Yeah. But made it to 84 years old and left us with a lot of great songs. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, sad news here, but uh, what a wonderful catalog of music uh, that we get to appreciate is long as we're all around. So, uh, a few other stories from music news uh, to get to. Let's see here. Fallout Boy uh, is selling their upcoming album so much for Stardust, and it's infused with their own tears. The, icon- the iconic band has uh, introduced uh, Crinal. <laughs> Cry- limited made edition. of crying and vinyl. A limited edition vinyl infused with their real, actual tears. The first of its kind drop. Launches with uh, 50 double-sided LPs sealed with the band's tears. Available now at crinal.com. Uh, they're 100 bucks each. And it comes packaged in a gatefold box with built-in functional tissue dispenser. We should do something like poople. Poople. Okay. Could we do poople? Yeah. And uh, some sort of... I, I, you know, I, this makes me think of Preston, the famous uh, kiss including their blood in the ink for the comic book. Yeah. It was a big thing. I remember it was all over the news. Yep. So, yeah, I like little gimmicks, things like this. Uh, So I had mentioned uh, Aerosmith is coming to town. We had uh, made the announcement yesterday, and they kick off their 40 dates of what they're deeming the Peace Out Tour uh, September 2nd at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, They officially posted a statement, and it reads as is. Uh, They said, it's not goodbye, it's Peace Out. Get ready and walk this way. You're going to get to the best show of our... You're going to get the best show of our lives. Um, And they also wrote, while Joey Kramer remains a beloved founding member of Aerosmith, he has regrettably made the decision to sit out the uh, currently scheduled touring dates to focus his full attention on his family and health. Uh, Joey's unmistakable and legendary presence behind the drum kit will be sorely missed. Yeah, they've had problems. Big problems. For a long time. He and... Uh, he and um, Steve haven't got along. They, they have had issues for a yeah, long time, so, uh, which is too bad. But hopefully he'll join them for a show or two. You would think that that would happen. It just And I sucks. hope that that does happen. Yeah, and when they wrap up, I mean, so Peter Gabriel was in the audience for the last Genesis show, you know, and they all they all get along and they're great. Yeah. It w- One song could yeah, you have nice. got him on stage. It would have been yeah. nice. Uh, and then finally, uh, Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, has named it the greatest heavy metal bands. Uh, he has a list that's in Revolver.com, and uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. Isn't it wild that Billy Corrigan, for A, he's a massive wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. He's a massively, massive sports fan. He's a massive uh, heavy metal fan. Yeah, and he was, you know, it was interesting about him. I remember seeing videos of him when he was a kid, like 16 years old, uh, playing Van Halen and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, he he came on the spotlight as as an alt-rock darling, which is 
nothing to do with heavy metal whatsoever. <laughs> I know. But yeah. he is a fan. So, uh, and he, he's he's pulled out some interesting names for his list. So, number 10 is Sabotage. I don't even know who that is. Uh, number 9, Metallica. Number 8, Merciful Faith. Number 7, Slayer. Number 6 is Dokken. Wow. I was very surprised to see that. Uh, number five, Black Sabbath. Number four, Accept. Uh, number three is Rainbow. Rainbow. Yeah, which is really cool. Would you, would you classify Rainbow as heavy metal? No, I mean I, I'd Hard put them. Rock. I'd put them in that kind of Black Sabbath, ish, yeah. but uh, even a little more. I mean, because um, uh, Ronnie James he was in Rainbow at one point. True. So you know, there's there's yeah. some metal there. Uh, and then number two is Judas Priest. Yeah. Rock on. I see that. And number one is Pantera. Okay, so he's a Pantera fan. Yeah. I'm surprised that uh, Iron Maiden is not in this top ten. Or even uh, Motorhead. There's a couple missing. Yeah. But that's his personal fave, so you can have your personal fave. So, um, very interesting. thought that was a cool little peek into the world of Billy Corrigan. That is the last item I have in music news. We have a final break to take. We're doing that now. We'll come back in a moment and we'll say hello to Pierre Robert. Get the letter today for the Word of the Week prize and then move out the way. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Today is a Tuesday morning. We're coming to the end of our run for the day. Uh, And a nice day has been. Weather's kind of blah. We started off with some sunnier skies, but uh, we're going to have clouds uh, for the rest of the day. High of about 55. Pretty much the same thing tomorrow. And then uh, Thursday, 61, partly cloudy. Friday, partly cloudy, 63. And then Saturday, 67 degrees and partly cloudy. I think we can cope with that. It's fine. I would like to con. Thank you, Casey. I would like to congratulate our Tattoo Day winner. Oh, yeah. okay, it's right. Mark Ludwig. This Pottstown. Mark, uh, we are going to set you up a three hundred fifty dollars certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, and you can find Floating World on seven, at seventeen twenty nine South Street in Philadelphia. If you want to get some artwork samples. Visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Nice. Yep. I would like to thank Big Jay Okerson. Uh Jay's awesome. We had a great conversation with him. Uh, he has a special on YouTube that is out right now. It's a new comedy special called Dog Belly. Um, it's free. If you want to Venmo him some money, you can do that. If you want to request some money from him. <laughs> Somebody did. We found out that you can do that, too. Uh, so, but it was great to talk to uh, to Jay for a, a little bit this morning. Uh, we also made an announcement that uh, Burke Kreischer's coming to town. Yeah, big. He's playing the Wells Fargo Center, man. Yeah, that's, that's huge. huge. Jinx, Jinx, oh my God! God! Call me. And uh, it's going to be Wednesday, November 29th. Oh and tickets are on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. So I'm sure we'll talk to Bert uh, sometime in the near future about all of that stuff. Um, we need to do the letter of the day. I hear tell that, Casey, you are going to pass that along to us. I can do it. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by letter I, as in I forgot to tell you something. Okay. We are going to give away on, really? Yes. Okay. We're going <laughs> to give away, it. I want to hear what that is in a moment. Yeah. I'm Friday, dinner for 10. At Abraza Brazilian Steakhouse in Horsham, and you can book a reservation now 
for your high school or college graduation dinner. Enjoy 15 different cuts of meat and fish, a gourmet salad bar, and an award-winning wine list. And you can book a reservation now at nabraza.com. What did you forget to tell me? Okay, so don't look. Uh, Just look at me. Um, So... I heard something last week, and I was like, ooh, I might want to use this as our Tuesday end music. Uh, so I put something. I know you like your Tuesday end music, but I, I so I, I put something in the system that is going to be the music that we use for the end of the show on Tuesdays if you approve. If you don't, I will put the uh, the what? other music in there now. What do we normally play on Tuesdays? That's Monty Python. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the most recent one. Yeah. 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 That was that's the a, most recent one. That's the newest one. Yeah. But it's the one that I'm most willing to part with. But I'm only parting with it because it's music that you love. Well, okay. all right, I would you never... find it quirky fun. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say you sit down and listen to it when you want to relax. You know what it is? No. The, oh. the Monty Python song. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would never, ever replace this music with something that I loved. I mean, I do like this. All right, well, let's hear it. Okay. All right. Okay. So it is. This could be go. the new Tuesday this... music, ending music. Um. Wait, it says oh. next. Output two. Output two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this would be... I mean, I like this song. I love this. Yeah, it's just when we were listening to it, I was like, man, this really does have the feel of the end of a 1980s movie where the girl finally takes her glasses off and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> She's you've attractive. Been, you've been pretty this whole time. It sounds a little um, ethereal. I agree. Yeah. For the yeah. now, if we could do a, a if uh, Zach could do you know, whip up like he did for the uh, the the Casey month of stunts video, uh, <laughs> an '80s style ending theme that'd be great. Um, I would like. To- I appreciate this, but I'm going to say no. All right, because no I think the, the end of the show is a little more jovial than yeah. That. All right, go than, for it. Know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So uh, and, and go be better people. Hang on a second here. There you Just, go. We're goofy. Yeah. We're moronic. Yeah. We don't deserve to be on the radio. This sounds right. All right. Well, I'm going to think, but we will find a place for that other yes. one. Uh, maybe a, uh, I don't know, stream of consciousness oh, yeah. or something like that. So, all right. It's, uh, by the way, President Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. And the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by uh, Coors Light. Made to chill at the Jersey Shore. Please enjoy Coors Light Responsible. And they are responsibly, and they are sponsoring our Keenan's. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, Eggs with Peg. Uh, the official opening of the Jersey Shore tomorrow on our program, Fox Good. So we'll go do a little TV time. We're also going to have Mickey Morandini cool. on the program. And Greg Harris, the president and CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, because they are announcing the inductees tomorrow, from what I understand. We'll talk to them. We'll have a secret text word. And, of course, uh, MMR's concert cash and the last of the Guardians and the Galaxy Movie passes for the screening tomorrow night, which, by the way, I'm going to give away two of them right now. Do it! Is that cool? Just do it! We'll take callers 15 and 16 at 215-263-WMMR. It is going to be at 7 p.m. Regal Warrington, hosted by Casey Boy. So the Regal Warrington, tomorrow night at 715, callers... No, at 7 o'clock. Callers 15 and 16, you get the tickets. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Ray, John, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. 
If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp.